across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk Radio. Evening, dear listeners. Well, um, uh, we, it's time that we can finally sit back, talk to the experts, and find out just exactly what's been going on for the last 24 hours, guys. As we sit... Oh, I can't be bothered. We won't talk about that rubbish at all. Instead, we're going to find out who is the greatest living person of all time, but now living. You see? News. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. No, I don't know why this isn't working. Hang on a second. Uh. It's working, it's working! Uh, well done to everybody watching on Periscope. I was frantically 
trying to uh, uh, fix my headphones and they died a death. I'll look for more. Um, we need strong sellotape, not that, p- that that pink stuff. That stuff's rubbish. Normal sellotape would uh, suffice. We'll find some during the show. We'll fix those. My name's Ian Lee. Good evening. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Lots of people watching us as well. If you want to watch... Uh, you go to periscope.com forward slash Ian Lee, and there's nearly 600 people. Peace, it'll drop down in a minute, and I'll feel crushed. Well, up yours! Up yours! Is all I can say to that. 0844 499 1000, we call you back. Um, every other radio station right now is talking about the boring EU referendum. Sweet God! Wasn't it nice to hear radio presenters and producers having to work a bit today? And not just rely on the lazy, <laughs> the lazy topics. They weren't allowed to talk about it. So we got some quite interesting phone-in radio, didn't we? But then at 10 o'clock tonight, everyone can talk about it. So um, LBC are doing their Through the Night special with Sheila Fogarty and Ian Dale, who I think, I think, they're, I think they're strong presenters. I think they're good presenters. I like them. But it'll be boring, because who gives us stuff? The thing is, there won't be any results. There won't be any results for hours. So they'll just have the same people in there fighting and saying, well, I thought it was a really good campaign, or I thought that they did a really bad campaign, and it was a campaign of fear and hatred and tragedies, and um, it was horrible. And if we don't win, well, that means that the, but the significant number and the will of the people must be listened to shut up it's boring in the morning what they should do the nine o'clock news in the morning they should go right these are the new news headlines um blah 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 in america blah 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 oh and we voted to stay in or out here's the sport and that's it and we all go all right yeah in out okay it was one of them was it oh brilliant all right well it was the one i wanted excellent oh no it was the one i didn't want oh i never minded oh well Onwards and upwards. And here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. You all now think that this is over, right? That the, the, the referendum and Brexit and Bromanians, it's over. It's only just begun. This literally only just begun. Because, right, if it's really, really close, which I don't think it will be, but if it's really, really close, the losing side will want to do it again. They'll want to recount, or they'll want to do it again, right? If, um, uh, 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 and whatever happens, um, it's going to create massive uh, factions throughout the country and throughout the Conservative Party. You know the whole Brexit campaign, was just indulge me for a second, was a right, was a far right-wing coup within the Conservative Party. That's what it was. It wasn't about Brexit. It was about Boris Johnson and all his extreme right-wing mates wanting to gain power within the Conservative parties. And the Liberal Conservatives, David Cameron and um, the fella who had a picture of him taken in a, in a dominatrix's house, but he never did anything. What's his name? What's his name? Not um, the, um, the one who's, who's going bald. Hang on a second. Alan will know. Alan, what's his name? Michael Gove. No, not Gove. The other one. Uh, Ian Duncan Smith? No, he's going bald. We got William s- Hank? No, he's not completely bald yet. No, I'm not sure. Ah! Anyway, him, it, uh, they're kind of considered liberal within that party. 
right? So we've all been treated like Muppets and idiots, right? While they're having a little power battle within their party. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We're not talking about this tonight. Not talking about it tonight. Did anyone else have the panic, though, when you put that bit of paper in the box thinking, oh, did I tick the right one? Did I tick? And by the right one, I mean the one I intended to tick. 0844 499 1000. We are not talking about it, all right? So everybody, there's 760 people watching on Periscope, right? We're not talking about it. If you've tuned in to hear us talking about that, we are not talking about that because every other radio station in the country is talking about it. And flipping heck, isn't it boring? Today... I've heard phone-ins on um, having um, being friends with members of the opposite sex. Kids having food delivered to schools. That's a made-up story, by the way. We'll look at that later on. That's a made-up story. That's a made-up story. And um, what else have I heard? I've heard interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. So what are we talking about tonight? Tonight. We are going to find the greatest living person in the world, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm going to tell you who who it is, and you have to try and beat this. I don't think you will. I blew my kids' minds today. We went into the sex shop. You know, um, computer exchange. Tex, but apparently it's pronounced sex, right? And we went in there, because cause it's... We, we knew there was a Christmas Scooby DVD for a quid, and I thought, we'll have that. We watched... Oh! Oh! I'm about to blow everybody's flipping mind because I'd forgotten something about Scooby-Doo. Let me just see if I can get this up on my computer. Right. I'd forgotten something about Scooby-Doo. Catherine, scoot over to that microphone. Push, push it out of the way. Right. Yep. What's the what's the original? Because there's loads of different Scooby Doo's, right? And we watched the Scooby Doo, right, where they go to a zombie island, right? Oh. And they're being chased by zombies, right? And Fred pulls the mask off the zombie. Won't come off. Pulling it, pulling it. The head comes off. It's a real, real zombie. zombie. It's a real zombie. And then they start floating in the air. And uh, there are people who've got voodoo dolls. Oh. They're doing voodoo. Oh. And and they're actually. Um, demons. And there's a real werewolf. How is that supposed to happen in Scooby-Doo? Was that a really early one? No, it was one of the later ones. Uh. It was real ghosts within Scooby-Doo. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. But the, the original, mm-hmm. right, because there are so many different incarnations now. Mm-hmm. The original Scooby-Doo theme. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? Got some things to do now? That's what we all, that's what we all think it is. I remember... There was another Scooby-Doo Shut theme the be- front door. before that. No. It's not... I'm trying to find it. Right, so that's the one we think, right? Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? Right, that's, that's the one we think it is, yeah. right? There was one before that. Uh, uh, but I'm trying to... I'm trying to find it, and I can't find it on... YouTube, which is annoying. But there was an older Scooby-Doo, because the DVD we bought today is like really old Scooby-Doo. And it's got a different theme tune. And I remembered it, but I am unable to sing it to anybody. Alan, what's the original Scooby-Doo theme? 
no, 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 I'm on the Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Where are you? We need some help on you now. I'm going to try, let me try this one. Hang on a second. Here we go. Trust me, I'm right on this one, guys. Here we go, here we go. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Nope. Do you know the rude one? Scooby Dooby Doo did a poo inside Shaggy's slipper. Do you know this one? Shaggy put it on. What a pong. Now watch him shake and shiver. Stop that, please. Stop that. Here we go. This is it. Nope, that's the same one. Because it's the only one. No, 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 no. And trust me, if you're old enough, which you'll probably are, to when you hear this, you'll go, oh yeah, I remember it. Alan, I've got to ask, are you masturbating? No, I'm not. Okay, well that was just a survey we're taking out. I appreciate you, um, taking part in it. Are you? Um, uh, I, I have been and I will be again. I'm not currently. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it, this is it, this is it. Hang on. Oh, don't give me an advert. Don't give me... 0844 499 1000. If someone can sing the original Scooby-Doo theme, I think this might be it. Here we go. Here we go. This is it! Oh. This is it! This is it, but it's in it's in Swedish. The version I heard was not in Swedish, but I've only got the Swedish version. So can we play this? Yeah. Do you recognise the tune though? No. <laughs> Just trying to find it in English. Hang on. That's that's the original thing, but that's it in Spanish, in Swedish. Yeah. Ah, this is it. Hang on a second. God, this is really. I wish I was listening to Ian Dale. I wish I was Ian Dale. Shh, here we go, here we go. This is the original. Boost it up, Ed, boost boost this up. Here we go. Is the original Scooby-Doo theme tune. Jinkies. She said jinkies. Just in case, just in case anyone wants to make a complaint, she said jinkies. Alan, stay there, come to you after this. So the Scooby-Doo thing is, takes us to a point. I bought, um, my boys today. 
Um, they're six and four, so they're close to manhood. I bought them, um, their very first, their very, 0844-499-1000, by the way. We call you back. Um, I bought them, oh, that was my neck. Hang on. There's another one in there. There it was. I bought them their first Jackie Chan film today. Now, they've seen clips of Jackie Chan. I've shown them some of the fights. Not the most violent fights, obviously, but some quite violent fights. Um, and they had a, a Jackie Chan film in there. It was 50p, The Spy Next Door. Now, you have to tread very carefully with um, a, a 90s, early 21st century Jackie Chan. You've got to tread carefully. Right? We know that. We know that. We've all seen Jackie Chan's first strike. We've all seen um, that terrible one with Lee Evans. So you've, you've, you've got to tread carefully. Right, The medallion as well. Um, but this looked like fun. He's basically a boring guy who uh, lives next door to this family in America. And he's going out with the mum, and the kids hate him because he's boring, but it turns out he's a spy. Yeah, he's a spy, right? And it is, I, I bought it 50p, and, I, and the boys are watching it. They flipping loved it. Do you know why they loved it? Because it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. It was funny. I mean, he's getting on now. He must have been in his late 60s when he made that. But it was funny. The Kung Fu was top-notch, top-quality kung fu, thoroughly um, impressive fights, um, and some nice little stunts, including a brilliant bit where he's, he's tied up. It's, him and this kid are tied to this chair, and he gets up from the chair, and the kid sticks his legs out, and Jackie just swings him around, and he kicks down all the Russians. and fighting Russians. Um, and to the point where my boys are going, Daddy! 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 Watch this during the film. I'm t- kind of typing away on the computer, writing something, and, and um, half watching the film. And they're getting up during the film, jumping off the sofa and going, karate! Like that. In a slightly racist accent. We don't condone that, but, you know. Um, and one of them, bearing in mind, one of them has just broken his foot on Father's Day. Fractured. Fractured means broken, right? We're, come on, do- doctors. It's a, it's a break, all right? Give us a break, not a fracture. What do we want? Stop being so fractious. It's breaks. Um, and they're jumping around, doing karate and doing kung fu, and I was thinking, yeah, yeah. And it got me thinking, right, the greatest living person is Jackie Chan. Without a shadow of a doubt, right, in my eyes, Jackie Chan can do no wrong whatsoever. Even when they tried to embroil him in the Panama Papers offshore accounts thing good on him he was a he was a poor he came from a poor family they sold him to the peking opera they sold jackie chan to the peking opera when he was three let him invest it let him keep his money people like that shouldn't have to pay tax we should be paying his tax for him and sending him checks he's jackie flipping chan he invented putting the outtakes in at the end of the film. It wasn't Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds got it from him. Seriously, the Jackie Chan films came before Smokey and the Bandit and the Cannibal Run movies. It was Jackie Chan that invented the outtakes at the end of the films. That's a fact. Here's another fact about Jackie Chan. He sings all his theme tunes. He sings all his theme tunes. And they're flipping brilliant. And yeah, he's made some turkeys. He, I mean, he's made a lot of bad films, right? But anybody who's made 
Armour of God, one, and Armour of God, two. Project A, one, and Project A, two. Police Story, one, and Police Story, two. Not Police Story, three, that's Pony. Um, Rumble in the Bronx, which is set in New York, even though you can see mountains in the background. Um, and, oh, Drunken Master and Young Master anybody who has made those films they are the um uh, the uh, the with the beatles the rubber soul the revolver the sergeant pepper the abbey road and indeed the let it be of the kung fu movie genre right this guy's flipping brilliant right so tonight's phone in and of course dear listener new listeners thank you you're welcome oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand you can call in about anything you want, apart from Brexit, because it's boring. Flipping boring, right? Um, you can call in about anything you want. Um, you can really call in about that as well if you want. But I don't know why you'd want to, because it's boring. Maybe you've got a funny story about um, dropping your pen in the uh, voting booth or uh, my mate scott couldn't get to the polling station because of the floods it was a it was a conspiracy from the brexiteers and the bromanians that's what it was the weather last night was a conspiracy from um putting your person that you you hate the most out of boris johnson and david cameron to make sure that the, they their side won because of course all brexiteers would have a boat wouldn't they wouldn't they as would all Bromanians. Oh, wait, 444991000. Tonight we're asking, who is the greatest living human being? Alan's in um, wherever. Good evening, Alan. Hey, me, me. Jeez. Hip, 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 Alan. Uh, I'm feeling good, boss. You're feeling good? I didn't ask. Because I knew about Jackie Chan. I've actually seen one of his films, and it was an absolute turkey. Well, he's made some turkeys, but, uh, but you know, Paul McCartney's released some uh, duff songs, and yet he's he's probably the greatest songwriter of all time. Yeah, it was a tuxedo. The tuxedo was, it's, that's um, late 90s, early two, 21st century. That's Pony, yeah. That's a, that's a Pony film. And it had Catherine Zeta-Jones in it as yeah. well. Yeah. Any of the Jackie Chan films that have got English, I know she's Welsh, um, actors in it are generally rubbish. Yeah, it was on film four a few days ago. Ha, but, ha, but forget that. Have you, have you seen Drunken Master? No, I haven't. I haven't seen any of his earlier work, because I grew up, remember watching the Jackie Chan adventures on Fox Kids. Oh, you used to watch the Jackie Chan cartoon. There was a Jackie Chan cartoon. That was the one, Jackie Chan adventures. Yep, yep, well, there you go, you go. With the talisman. Uh, look, someone's just sent me a link to watch Snake and Eagle Shadow. Come on, guys! This is awesome! Yeah. Watch, here's the, here's the film, right, that you need to go and see. Uh, no, no, let's not confuse things, because we're, we're talking about Kung Fu Elliot, but I, I highly recommend... For next week. Uh, well, no, 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 well, I, I highly recommend Police Story 1. It's, 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 uh, it's just a masterclass in those, um, action movies. What you got for us, Al? Yep. I can do an impression of Scrappy. His nephew. Um, well, but why would you... And also, you never write the saggy, it was Casey Kasem. It was, well, it, it was for some of them, it wasn't for, um, it turns out no, for a lot of them. In the original yep. Scooby-Doo, where well, yep. are you? Yeah. It was Casey Kasem. With the Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, right, where, um, um... 
Scooby meets real zombies, one of the characters is voiced by Mark Hamill, a.k.a. Luke Skywalker. Uh, yes, and, in, and he was in the recent Star Wars. Yeah, he's Luke Skywalker. Oh, my God. What? I mean, when I watched The Force Awakens, he was only on for a few seconds at the end, and he never said, but he just had that look, and uh, you saw with the look in his eyes, and that were Bertie Calm, but it was Luke Skywalker. Could, yeah, I know, that was, yeah, I know. And she's probably his daughter. <laughs> no, I don't think so. What? I, I, what? I think there's some of the conspiracy theories going on, which brings me on to a film that's coming out tomorrow. Oh, is it Pets? Independence Day Resurgence. Um. 20 years on after the original. Will Smith isn't in it, right? And do you know the reason Will Smith... Ref- I heard an interview with the director the other day. The reason Will Smith refused to do it. Do you know why? No, I don't. He doesn't want to be typecast as being in sci-fi movies. Oh, for fine. All right, Hancock. Go make Hancock 2. I mean, Independence Day was one of the greatest films of all time. It was. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, Will Smith, here we go, alright, this is what we'll do. The greatest living person, and we're not normally mean-spirited on this show, but we will be tonight. The worst living person. So, so far, the greatest, we got Jackie Chan. I would say Bruce Lee. He's dead, mate. Sorry, I, 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 didn't, I thought he was the greatest person, living no, or dead. No, no, if you, if you've been paying attention, Alan... Sorry. I had, I very, I very specifically said, the greatest living person. Oh, I've got one for you. Yeah? John Tickle. He was in Big Brother 4 and Brainiac. No, uh, John Tickle. Yeah. You said John Pickle. No, Tickle. You said, yeah, I know it's Tickle, but you said Pickle. No, I said John Pickle. You said John Pickle. No, John Tickle. You said John Pickle. No, John Tickle. T-I-C-K-L-E. John Pickle. P-I-C-K-L-E. Excuse me, I said John Pickle. Excuse me, mate. Everyone heard you say John Pickle. Well, let's put it to the vote on Periscope. Hang on a second. Um, Kyle? Kyle? Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Pickle or Tickle? Uh, it's John Tickle, and it was... No, no, sh- oh. Thank you! No, but what did, uh, what did Alan say? Oh, Alan said Pickle. Thank you very much oh, indeed. No, I said John Tickle! You just got destroyed no, there. You, you got the series wrong, and you got his surname wrong. Don't make me fall asleep on you again. Oh, God, imagine if you literally fell asleep on me. That would be, um... Wow. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Carl, stay there. Come to you after this. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. The way it works is, you call us, we call you back, guys. It really is as simple as that. And you can call in about literally anything you want. So so far, we've talked about Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, John Pickle. We're looking for the greatest living person and the worst living person. At the moment, the greatest living person is Jackie Chan. The worst living person is. Um, Will Smith. I mean, that's, uh, it's, it's harsh. It's harsh. But his refusal to appear in the sequel to Independence Day, which I think is called Independence Day 2 Resurgence, um, is shameful. It's shame. It's a shameful decision from his reason. 
He doesn't want to be typecast as being in sci-fi movies. <clears throat> really? Really, Will? Come on, man. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Kyle's on the line. Even Kyle. Evening. You okay? No, I'm all right. Um, I was just wondering. Well, there's a couple of bits, and you always do this. You always, well, I always think of things that you've discussed uh, again uh, uh, from my original point. Yes. But when you were talking about that Scooby Doo film, did you say that Fred was trying to pull it off? Probably near Daphne. Sorry. You said Fred was trying to pull it off. He was trying to pull a zombie's mask off, Kyle. You oh, know right. full you know full well what I was referring to. It was not in any way a masturbatory reference that I was making. Low oh. blow, minus five points. Well, I apologise. And the other uh, and the other thing I was going to ask you about uh, is, uh, you know, you have a, a weird way of saying things like through. I can't even pronounce it like you do for Huawei. What? It's a, you Nick, say Nick, things for Nick Ferrari. You say things in a weird way. So is it? Far- but I don't say Nick. Fa- I don't say Nick Ferrari. Well, all right. Nick, Nick, Nick Ferrari. Say it for Huawei. Nick for Nick. Nick Ferrari. It's weird. Sorry, I don't. But I don't say Nick Ferrari. All right. So February. I say Nick Ferrari. But you're not answering the question. There isn't a question. There was an instruction I, which I ignored. Um, right. but there wasn't. There wasn't a question. All right, I'll ask you. A, all right, okay. So, can how do you say Fiore? Nick, or... I say Nick Ferrari. Right. So you're ignoring that, okay? Well, I don't know what you. T- You've got me so confused, Carl. You're asking me how I say the surname of the presenter of the LBC Breakfast Show. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I say Nick Ferrari. Well, yeah, that's transference because I wasn't asking you that. Right. Anyway. The thing that I thought you would like, that I was originally ringing in for, is that new Ghostbusters song, What the Flip is All That About? I've not heard it. Oh, oh Google it, YouTube it, whatever, man. Well, I'm, uh, the thing is, I'm reluctant to get on the Ghostbusters bashing bandwagon. Hmm. Because, um, I like to buck the trend, and everybody's slagging that movie off, and, um... Uh... No, I was quite open-minded about it, and then somebody posted a link, I thought, right, I'll go and listen to it, I listened to, I think it's about three minutes, six seconds, it, oh, you know... But it's just, it's just, it's just not what, it's just not what you want to hear. It's just great, but no, it's just dreadful, as a piece of me, I'll tell you what, it's like... Sing it, sing it. I, I can't do, because it's like sampled a bit of the original, yeah. and it's just awful. The only the only thing that I think that I dislike more than that, is, and it upsets me as a Paul McCartney fan, is uh, that song you did with Michael Jackson, The Girl Is Mine. Oh, shut up, that's, is, a, that's a brilliant song. Oh, it's, no, it is not. The oh, mate, now. no, no, I'm not, I'm, no, yeah. no, no, I'm not having that. That is a brilliant song. Say, say, say is a brilliant song. Say, say, say is a brilliant song. And you know, you know they did a third one. Go on. Oh, Um, go on. Um, I'm trying to think what it's called. It's on an album. Oh, listen, hang on a minute. They did a third one. Listen to this. Here we go. Here we go. This is Paul McCartney and Mr. Michael Jackson. Here we go. From the Pipes of Peace album. (laughs) Why are you laughing at this? 
It's dreadful. Shut up, you haven't heard him singing. Listen, shut up. Here we go. There's a man who plays the game of life so well. Ooh, there's such a man. His thoughts you can never tell. Ooh, and it's just the way he thought it would be. Cause the day has come for him to be free. Then he laughs. He kicks and he rolls up his sleeves. I'm alive and I'm here forever. That's a- That's a great song. That's classic. Right. That's classic. That's classic. What year is it? About 80, 83, pipes apiece. That's right. classic uh, mid-70s Wings and mid-70s Jackson 5 in one eighties song. Beautiful. Sorry, buddy, you're wrong. You're wrong, Ian. Kyle. Ian, yeah. Ian. Yeah. Right, okay, I will give you, say, 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 brilliant song. The man, yeah, yeah I think I'm right. The girl is mine. You cannot possibly just... I'm a McCartney fan, but every album, you cannot just... It's the play-out bit where... No, wait where on a minute. You can't slag off... You can't slag off... Go on. Um, a, a, a song just because of the fade-out isn't very good. Oh, yeah, yes, of course you can. It's awful. It's when they're having that little chat going, the girl's mine, Michael. It's like, no, she's mine, Paul. It's awful. It's <laughs> shocking. It, but you can't. But the rest of the song, all right. The rest of the song up until the last what, fourteen seconds, <laughs> is awesome. Oh, you wrong. You wrong. Jackie Chan is the greatest living um, person. Will Smith is the worst living person. Do you agree or disagree? What suggestions have you got? Uh, I would say Chuck Norris. As what? Yeah, well, great fucking person. Oh, don't be so. Rid- I mean, come on. What you're really? Have you been? Have you been drinking absinthe today? Uh, no, but uh, you know, and I'm a Cannonball Run fan. Although, interestingly, I didn't know what the fact you said before that it was him about doing the outtakes. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, no, I, I, I'm I am full of fact. You are a fact machine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you very much, Kyle. Catherine's pulling a face there as though my facts are not always true. That. When have I ever let you down on a fact? I don't think I have, dear listener. Um, 0844 499 1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. We call you back. Oh, this weather. Isn't it, though? I, um, when we left, the talk radio is in South London, Southwest London. We were south of the river. And when we came out, it was a chucking it down, and the whole back car park was flooded. Which reminds me, my, gar- my uh, garage is flooded again. But the uh, gives us stuff against the garage anyway. Um, and it was chucking it down last night. And the the uh, lightning as we were driving home, I'm sure you saw it, Kath, as well, um, was was incredible, man. It was incredible. And I got home and I got into bed at half past two, just in time for the loudest thunder I've ever heard in my life. It was. I, I, it was just, it was, I've never heard anything like it. The whole house shook. I was thinking, the boys are going to wake up, get ready for the tears. Nothing. I'm the only person that heard it in my house. Everybody slept through it. And when I got up this morning and um, took the kids to school, everywhere was flooded. I took the dog, I took the dog for a walk. And I, I took her to the fields, not thinking. I wasn't thinking. 
Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Tris, I'll be with you in a minute. If you want to call now, will be an excellent time, dear listener. Um, I wasn't thinking, and I took the dog for a walk in the field, and it was flooded. It was boggy. It was all just water everywhere, and the streams, had, uh, the the um, banks of the streams, the tiny streams, had uh, had burst, and it was water everywhere. And I, I gave up. I gave up the um, the dog walk, really. She was being a pain in the ass as well. She wouldn't come when I asked who was calling her, and she was off sniffing other dogs' anuses. Well, having none of that business, I said to her. Uh, and so we went home. Um, and then the weather when I was driving in was awful. Again, I love it. It's brilliant, isn't it? Isn't it brilliant? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, Tris, this weather is so good, right? Yeah, go on. It makes you feel alive, doesn't it? Well, I mean... Oh, hip, 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 by the way. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Tris. Um, where we live, um, over the road from us, just an open green space. And yeah. no no street lights. Last night, the whole thing was just... It was like a spotlight coming on. The whole thing lit up, and then it was gone again. It was gorgeous. I tell you, I loved it. It's beautiful, isn't it? Beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. I love it. And the, you can feel, out today, it was like being in the tropics or something. It was raining... But I was sweating, and you could feel the electricity in the air. That's it's like being alive. That's what it's like. I, it was it was wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Anyone complains about this? No, 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 no. And it, we've had a good old laugh because there's pictures of flooding and stuff like that, and people have been evacuated from houses. You know, and it, it, it's all a bit of fun, isn't it? It's all a bit of fun. My my garage just flooded. It's all a bit of fun, isn't it? But it makes you feel alive. And we, we, we I picked the boys up from school, right? And we were going to go. Yeah. We were going to take up the games workshop on their offer of going in and painting a model, but it was shut. So I said, I tell you what, guys. Because it's shut, and I did, I did say we do this. Why don't we go and buy a comic? We'll go and get a, 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 a comic. Yeah. And so we drove off to the the shops to get the comic. And as we uh, were coming back, it was like raining a bit, raining quite heavy. And then suddenly, and my boy said it's hailing. I said, no, 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 that's not hail. That's just massive raindrops. You could see the raindrops were the size of a baby's fist. <laughs> that's quite a good description, what? actually. If I ever, if I ever write Lovely. a book, then that's exactly what I'm going to use. A baby's fist. No, well, as a description for the weather, yes. yes, yes Right, yes. yeah. Anyway, Tris, what you got for us, boss? Oh, not a lot, to be honest. I just heard you on Periscope saying you had no call of small thought. Tonight's an interesting one, right? And I, I, I tell you why. This is kind of... It's because everyone's watching the weather, mate. That's why. Well, it might be that, and it might be. There is a there is a chance. And we're getting a few calls in now. Richard and Andy are queued up. and, and but, but, if yeah, it's a little bit light on calls. If anyone wants to join in, you're more than welcome to. Don't worry if you don't want to. If you just want to sit back and listen. Oh, boy, oh, boy, I can talk for England. I've got loads of stuff to talk about. But it's an odd one, right? Uh, 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 Tris, because um, uh, this country hasn't had a referendum in about 40 years. No, we had one on the uh, voting recently. Oh, we yeah. This country... Oh, you're right, hang on, let me rephrase that. This country hasn't had a referendum for about five years. Uh, <laughs> 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 Alright, one that people cared about. And, yep. um, uh, uh, and maybe, maybe... People are listening to LBC and Radio 4 and watching the news. Maybe they are. I don't well, they've got, know. They've got nothing. There's no exit poll. There's nothing. No. It's just people have gone to vote. Yeah, I know. tomorrow morning. I know, I know. But but, but I think we, we live in a world when we want instant gratification, right? And yeah. so I think a lot of people... I mean, I didn't know there were no exit polls until someone kindly told me yesterday. Um, 
I think a lot of people will be <laughs> listening. I didn't know until you, you mentioned it. But... <laughs> well, there you go. We all learned something from this show, and yet no one knows where that information came from. Um, I, I, I reckon maybe about half eleven it might start getting a bit busy on the phones when people realise that LBC and Radio 4, they're kind of, you know, they're, they're filling time. And then they'll come here and I'm, I, I fill time every single night. So I'm a master at it. I'm I mean, presumably it's going to be exactly the same conversations that I've had for three months, but just they've changed the tense that there was a referendum yeah. oh yeah 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 and this is it G- guys this ain't over by a long long way right if um if uh the levers of one right if the levers of one then uh then boris johnson is gonna start um a campaign to get david cameron to resign and force a leadership battle right yeah. and mm-hmm. if the levers of one then that puts him in a really strong position right yeah. if the remainers of one and it's close, the levers are going to challenge that and say, well, but there's a significant number of people that want to leave. Whatever happens, this is going to go on for a long time. And here's the downside, kids. Here's the downside. And I realised this when about two weeks ago I jokingly tweeted, um, whatever happens after the referendum, I'm assuming we can um, all forget about Nigel Farage. And I was bombarded with tweets from people saying, what are you being so mean about him for? He just says what everybody's thinking. Who else is going to speak up for the common man that man's around forever here's another prediction go on he'll get um when katie hopkins goes on the holiday he'll be her cover shift on lbc boom there you go there you go yeah, probably there you go but, i mean guys. he just he just uses nationalism as covert racism doesn't he that's all he does well it, it could be argued that i just whether that's true or not i don't know i just find the tone of the man and his attitudes in this campaign, all just just mean spirited. I just find him mean spirited. I found, I'll be honest, I found all of them mean spirited, both sides. It's yeah. all been miserable. What a I horrible find, six months we've had. I do find uh, Nigel Farage's um, argument about how we're letting people who weren't elected dictate how we live. Well, Hang on a he second. Lost the election as well, didn't he? We're we're doing. We're doing Brexit! We have to stop this conversation immediately, Tris. Sorry, mate. Ta-ta. Thank you for calling. I appreciate that. 0844 Um, Richard's on the line. Good evening, Richard. Oh, is he? Hello, Richard. You there? Yeah, I'm there. You're all right. right Sorry to drag this uh, conversation down a bit. Back to your Jackie Town stuff, man. Yes, sir! The greatest um, living person! Dude, I'm a talk spoiler listener. I'm 41, chilling, drunk in my back garden, watching me fish... And then you start talking about drunken master and young master. Yeah. I thought, wow. Classics. Wow. I mean, so my point is, how many people... It's just, I'm backing you up, right? Yeah. As Jackie Jan is one of the men. Yeah, he's the greatest. My point person. is, yeah. how many people do you know who can jump through the rung of a ladder? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard has just, just perfectly explained why Jackie Chan is the greatest living person. I've seen him and do it. It's I brilliant. Also, but... Your tweet killed me before because oh. you said Snake and Eagle Shadow, man. That's my favourite. Is it? What's That's the one? one is, uh, I used to. John Michelle's yard's background and all that. Remember? Uh, I, 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 do you know? I've not. I, I've not seen that for such a long time. I have to watch it again. I used to with those early Jackie Chan films. The VHS, both honestly. The young, <laughs> the young master. I had young master, right? And what I did, we hired it from the video shop, and I would record the audio onto a cassette recorder. Back. 
That's so, what I mean, all my VHS, exactly But that. I do it on an audio tape, so so it was a, <laughs> it was a foreign dubbed film with sound effects and not the original actors, and I would listen, uh, where the, the main premise the you're watching made before it, is the fight. The dubbing made it, yeah. though, didn't it? Oh, the it dubbing was, was brilliant. so funny, honestly. Every film must have been done by, like, three different people. I would love to, I would love to have and had that job. brilliant. It was, but can I, can I, I remember as well, I think it's Young Master, there's one bit I always remember, right, because Jackie Chan was like the, the downtrodden student. Exactly. And he gets... And you were so right, he was sold to a Peking, uh, bloody opera. Yeah. Sorry, sorry first right. You can say he bloody. He was sold yeah. to an opera, he was. Yeah. All correct, man. Yeah. And that's, I, I just, my ears pricked up and I thought, dude. Richard, f- Richard, can I ask you why? In my life. I'm a talk sport listener. I was about to say, why, why aren't you listening to um, Cundy and Goldstein? I love Cundy and Goldstein, but at night I like to chill. I can't. I, I'm not against talk radio. I know it's your sister station, but those people in the one o'clock till four-ish, well, something like that. On talk, or, talk radio or talk sport? Talk radio. Right, that's John Holmes. Yeah, you're not a fan of that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Love or hate, isn't it? It's like my yeah. I think mate. it is with John. Yeah, I think it I'm is. I'm trying to get it into him. Yeah. Oh I'm well, trying. listen. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm trying. Like, well done you for having up. a go. Well, no, well, do, well, get it. And if it doesn't work, <laughs> but, you do give up. But, but well done you for having a go. Is boss because that's why I love talk sport. I can't be out. You I can say you can say bloody arse songs yes. all the time. <laughs> Richard, uh, you just I'm, want a bit of chat, don't you? Richard, I'm really glad you called me. Mate. Enjoy your evening looking at your fish. And thank you. And. Can I say, you were brilliant on Channel 4 years ago when you were oh, a kid. When I, was, when I was a kid, yeah, I was a boy. I was 25 I know, when man. I started that. 25! Really? We were all a lot younger and a, a lot I'm less So sure you started in the Word or something like that. It you was, were one of I, those. I was, I was on the 11 o'clock show. It was, it was, it was uh, a... 11 o'clock, yeah, yeah man. That type of thing, Oh slurry. my God, that started everything, didn't it? It started a lot. Yeah, I know. Tell anyway, me. thank you for nice the Nice one, Richard. Sorry for boring you. Hey, not at all, mate. It's been a cracking call. Jackie Chan for the win. There we go. Thank you, mate. There we go. What a nice guy. We've won him over from Talk Sports. Thank you, Richard. Uh, not not boring in the slightest. We get loads of people. Like, it's interesting. And, and, and Andy, stay there. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I get loads of people. Russ mentioned this before, and people on Twitter and Facebook say, "Oh, I don't want to call up because I might be boring." No, no, no. If you're boring, that's my fault. It means I've done something wrong. I, I, everybody has got something to say and contribute to this show. You have got something to say and contribute to this show. It's my job. To kind of shape it and make it interesting. You don't have to just phone up and say, oh man, you know what, I was walking down the street and I, I literally bumped into Jackie Chan and we had a karate fight. Or, you know, I was I was in a, a, a lift and um, I was, it was in there with Michael Caine. You don't have to have a big story. And I'm, I'm trying to explain as well. I got a contact high from speaking to Richard. I'm a little bit drunk as a, as a result of that. Thank you, Richard. Um, basically, you can call in about anything. And don't worry about having nothing to say or being boring. Leave that to me, right? That's my job. That's mine and Kath's jobs to kind of sort that out. And and trust me, we'll get something out of everybody. Something out of everybody. The thing, the line I remember from Young, I think it was Young Master. And I'm really, I'm speaking to like eight geeky men now. I would audio tape it. So I would wait till everyone had gone out. I'd turn the telly up really loud, put the cassette recorder, one of those little portable ones, beside the TV and record the audio and then play it back like a weirdo. And there was a, one bit I remember. You know how things stick in your head? Like tiny throwaway things that are completely pointless and, and irrelevant, right? The only bit from Young Master I can remember 
is the bit when Jackie Chan gets beaten up, and there was always this horrible skinny guy in his films with a moustache. The dro- they're all set like ancient China, the droopy kind of moustache. And I remember him singing to Jackie Chan, Your Kung Fu's just not any good. Your Kung Fu's just not any good. But he said Kung Fu. And that's why I say Kung Fu, because he says it. Your Kung Fu's just not any good. Your Kung Fu's just not any good. Here's a challenge. If someone can find that clip, phone up the show this evening and play it down the phone, I will give you um, a million pounds cash. I won't. Legally, I have to say I won't, because otherwise it'll be, oh, you seem to give it a million pounds, but it didn't. Um, if you can find that clip, 0844 499 is the telephone number. Yes, Andy? Hey, how are you? Hip, 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 hip. Whee. Oh, very good. It's Thursday evening to you, sir. Are you drunk as well? No, just only on this music chat. Okie dokie, doggy daddy. Yes, and uh, not forgetting Kung Fu, Ash. Oh, yeah. Of course, referencing uh, yeah. the one and only Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember the song Arguably goes. Arguably their greatest song. Um, I like I liked Ash. Um, I never quite... I listened to some Ash about a year ago, and it wasn't very good. Well, that's fine. Yeah, it wasn't very good, unfortunately. But um, and, and also, quick Ash fact. Uh, that was recorded on... Um, I think it was recorded on the Verve's um, record recording material. In their studio. So a little little extra additional fact there. Thanks very much indeed. Who was the girl? They got a girl guitarist in. Charlotte Hathaway. And she released a brilliant solo album. Yeah, it disappeared forever afterwards. Did you? I wonder where she is. She was good. I liked her. She was good. I had to introduce them at a show once. And I, you know, I, I liked I liked Ash. I liked their keen young spirit. I wonder where Ash are now. Mm. Never and mind. um I tuned in earlier a bit of bit of wings chat. Yeah. Bit of McCartney chat. Yeah. Um so, so sorry, someone was knocking a bit of the Wings repertoire. Is that so, right? Someone was knocking the man by Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson, which I think is a great little like, mid eighties pop song. It's not, it's not it's a great little ditty. It's not the best song in the world, but it's a, it's a lovely little, lovely little pop song. Sort of gap. Yeah, gap for that. Yeah, and um, well, I'll chuck in "Live and Let Die." Wings, Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Great theme, sure. Hang on a minute. Ga- 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 geeky girl. I didn't say Games Master only applies to eight geeky men. I was talking about the, that. Speci- what is going on here? I was talking about that. I didn't say Games Master. I said um, um, Young Master, the Jackie Chan film. You silly sausage. <laughs> blimey, blimey. You see, you proved a point. Anyway, go on, Andy. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking rubbish. No, no, no. That's all good. Um, no, I was going to chuck in "Live and Let Die" as a uh, oh, as man, a seminal moment. I don't. I, you know, I, I do get accused of being a bit partridge, but really, it, it doesn't get much finer than that, does it? In, in terms of um, pop theatrics, yes, and and the live version blows you away. You know, it's it, it's something else, and ne- and you know he's going to do it, and you know you're going to get the fireworks, and every time he does it, I just wet myself with joy. I love it. But that Glastonbury performance what, must have been about what ten years ago now. Ish, oh, maybe man. slightly less. Andy, listen, I've got, to, I've got to move on because we're, we're going to the ads. Stephen, put your phone down so we can call you back. Thank you for that, Andy. Anna, stay there. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. For God's sake, Stephen, put your phone down properly. You think you've put your phone down properly? You haven't. What are you even doing with a phone that doesn't have a button? You have to put it back in its cradle. Are we calling the nineteen nineties for crying out loud? Uh, do you know what? I don't think I even want him on the show. We'll we'll try him again, though. We, we don't have many callers, so beggars can't be choosers. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell. 
But I've been seen with fair up I've never been with anything less than a nine So fine I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone past with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV thing I ever do is watch my leading ladies kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee. I might fall from a tall building, I might roll a brand new car, cause I'm the unknown stuntman that made Redford such a star. I've never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuntman that makes Eastwood look so fine. I should say, we don't mention the podcasts in the show. Thanks, everyone, who's been downloading them. Mmm, tasty. Uh, there's a daily best of podcast. It's supposed to be 20 minutes long. Don't tell my bosses. It's about an hour. Sometimes even longer than that. Uh, you can... But shh. It's our secret. We're working on getting full podcasts. Trust me. Trust me. Um, but you can get them by... I only use iTunes. I'm, I'm, I'm an Apple slave. Um, if you go to iTunes and type in Ian Lee, I-A-I-N-L-E-E, and talk, it'll pop up. Loads of, loads of old ones pop up, right? But the talk radio ones are the ones that, that you want. Subscribe to that. You can get them on all your usual podcast providers as well podcast catcher and stuff like that and i've done a couple of other pods recently with adam buxton and with richard herring uh if you want to um do that oh uh oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number we're kind of having um a euro free zone and we we we, we i mean i'm not completely against talking well legally we can talk about it but um we sort of drifted, was it with Tris? We drifted into a bit of EU talk and, um, it was boring. <laughs> no disrespect to Tris. It was just, I found myself thinking, I'm having a, a fake conversation. I'm saying things I th- think I should say because I'm on the radio and it was boring. And just the news there, it was boring. We don't know who's won. Probably going to be Remain. Even if it is, we've not seen the back of Nigel Farage. So, you know, the world will keep turning. The world will keep on turning, guys. And nothing will change. 0844 499 1000. I'm expecting a surge of phone calls at 1130 when an hour and a half into the uh, coverage on the BBC. Radio 4 are doing it, LBC are doing it, BBC television, I assume ITV, I don't know what ITV up to, Sky certainly will be. That an hour and a half into it, people go, oh, we're not going to get the results tonight, are we? 
Let's put, let's put talk on. That's what I think is going, that's what I'm predicting is going to happen. About 11.30, the phones are going to go nuts. Um, until then, it's just me, you, and Anna, Lady Caddick. Good evening, Anna. Hello, is this Brexit special? It's, <laughs> yes. Something like that, something like that, yes. Oh, this is going to drag out for like six months, isn't it? Oh, longer. Absolutely longer. Yeah, it's going to go on forever. Oh, it's boring. It's boring. It's boring. It was so nice to switch on talk radio and LBC and the news programmes on BBC Radio 4 and they weren't talking about the EU because they legally weren't allowed to. In contrast, the papers are allowed to and the newspapers... Oh, this is a new bottle of water. Thanks, man. I didn't know it was a new bottle of water I got given. Thanks. Thanks, Kath. But beautiful, because that last one... Uh, I, I buy bottles of water and then I refill them, Hannah. That'll teach them. And... So you did plenty of water. I do. I do. I'm, 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 I'm between one and a half, two litres a day at the moment. Uh, but yeah. I think... I'm trying to lose weight, right? But then this afternoon I was so tired and I was angry about stuff. I stuffed my face with lasagna. Oh. It was de- the thing is it was delicious. Right? It was really delicious lasagna, but I'm trying to lose a bit of weight and get a bit fit and and lose a few pounds. Not not masses, but a bit. And I found myself eating this. It's, it's weird, right? It was I was punishing myself, and I ate this lasagna. And with every mouthful, I felt worse about myself. So to take away the feeling bad about myself, I would have another mouthful of lasagna. <laughs> It was the cycle, it's what um, they call in addiction, the cycle of shame. Yeah, well, we do all do that. The cycle of shame. Some people, it's it's drugs, some it's alcohol, some it's cigarettes, and for me, today, it was lasagna. Yeah, that is nice, though. It was such nice, it was so, it was so creamy. What did you have with it, though? No, that's it, just some, some uh, uh, lasagna. Just, just that? Just some lasagna. Here's what I don't. Here's what I don't get, Anna. Right? Here's what I don't get. When you go to some restaurant uh, cafes, cafes, right, bistros, and you have something like a lasagna, which is like a really hot meal, but then they put cold salad next to it. That's not right, is it? It's a hot, slimy. I've had it with macaroni cheese. Do you know what I mean? A hot, slimy meal does not go. One, one cafe in in Crouch End I used to go to. If you had a vegetarian fry-up, you get fried slice, eggs, mushrooms, hash brown, toast, eggs any style you wanted, coleslaw and salad. Coleslaw and salad? Yeah, with a fry with it. With a fry-up? Well, no, no, with a lasagna, you could definitely put, like, potato salad and coleslaw. That's nice. No, mate, no. That's really nice. No, no, mate, you're a pervert, Anna. No. And that's why you're obsessed with um, Alan Caddick and his uh, ding-dang dooley. I am not obsessed with his ding-dang dooley. You said you wanted to ask me a question, young man. What was it? Lady. Mm. Um, Do you remember B97 Chilton FM? No. Oh, because I kind of remember you being on there. No, when? In the mid-90s. No, what are you talking about? Who? What? B97 Chilton FM. It wasn't me. Mm. You sure? What was I on there doing? And I just remember you being on there once. Vaguely. It might have not been you. What was I talking about? Oh, I can't remember. It was a long time ago. 
but that was before i wasn't on t- i wasn't um i'm gonna say the word i'm gonna say the word i wasn't famous then not really no i didn't get on telly until um september 1998 september the 7th 1998 and then the, the 11 o'clock show didn't really kick off until like march of the next year i think mm. so uh, hannah you dreamt it i must have done you must have done yeah i dreamt a song today not in the same way that Paul McCartney dreamt scrambled eggs, which became, which became anyone yesterday. I dreamt, I had an anxiety dream, because I'm running this event, which I believe you might be coming to later on in the year, like a record launch. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, which I, I, I set it all up, but we've been trying to arrange it, trying to arrange it, and then this morning I got the email saying, basically, everything was, was go. So I then set up the ticket website and, and all of that, and I click send, and I'm, I, I had 45 minutes to go and lie down before I had to go and pick up my youngest from nursery, right? So I went out to lie down, and as soon as I lie down, I was thinking, oh, my God, this is the worst idea you've ever had. This is going to be terrible. No one's going to come, or if they come, it's going to be rubbish. And uh, even if you think it's brilliant, they're going to hate it, and everyone's going to want their money back. And it's, it was awful. And then I slipped into the worst... Oh, wait, 444-499-1000. I slipped into the worst sleep I've had in ages, right? Um, and it was, it was horrible, full of anxiety dreams and leaving, you know, moving. Panic. Sorry? Panic. Panic, panic, right? But then I had a dream, right? I had a dream. I was in a TV studio with Glenn Campbell and Glenn Campbell was well. He was old, but he was well. And I was talk. I was sat there at a round table talking to Glenn and we were just chatting. And then this o- other old man started singing on the set and I went, oh, that's a beautiful song. And he went, yeah, it's good, that song, isn't it? It's nice, isn't it? I was going, that's great. There's, like, nice falsetto bit. It's kind of a semi... It's not a yodel, but it's it's kind of got a yodel hint to it. And um, I said, that's a really... Uh, that's a really nice song. And me and um, Glenn Campbell were talking about this song. And then I woke up and I was thinking, what the hell? What the hell was that song? What the hell was that song. And then I worked out what the song was. Do you want to hear it? Go on then. It was this. Slowly into winter goes the ash of life Holy independent windows framing time The ridiculing eyes so blind Love has conquered once again On even Opening 
thoughts I can Gentle reassurance from a gentle man Toppling the barrier that spoiled the view Let me offer what I've taken It's nice, isn't it? I love it. It's nice, and it's a, it's a, it's an obscure Michael Nesbitt. Because it's one, one of the monkeys, of course it is Michael Nesbitt. It's uh, and I dreamt it, and I haven't heard this song. I haven't heard that song for years and years and years. And um, I, I woke up and I was thinking, that song, what is that song? And then I remembered and I found it and I listened to it. I listened to it asleep. I listened to it awake, and that makes two listens. I will definitely be coming to that in October. Well, thank you. Anna, I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you. Of course, here's the thing, guys. Musicians don't get any money for songs that are streamed during dreams. Bear with me. Bear with me. Stay there, um, uh, young caller. I can't see who it is. Hang on. I'm just making an international um, telephone call. Let's try this. Let's see. Um, Let's see if this works. Hang on a second. Richard and Pete, stay there. We'll be with you shortly. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hello. Hey, hey, Brandon. It's Ian. You're on the radio. Hello, Ian. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? You're right. I'm I'm fine. I'm just turning off the sound of my periscope. Turn off the sound of your periscope. Boca Boca Which Raton, I... Florida, United States. It's Brandon. <laughs> So I wanted to run by you a theory I have. Yes. By the way, Brandon emailed me and said, he said, I'm in America, can you give me a call? Okay, we don't do it very often because someone ruined it for everyone by giving us a number to McDonald's and it was, it was just a bit mean-spirited. So, <laughs> but Brandon, I trusted. I got a vibe from Brandon that he was genuine. Thanks, mate. Um, so, so I don't, you know, typically listen to the whole show, although now I have Periscope, maybe I'll be watching more of it. Yeah. But I listen to the podcast you know, a lot. And uh, and I still think that you're probably playing Littlest Hobo at some times. Yes, 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 so, Littlest Hobo pops up from time to time. Of course it does. Oh, and by the way, hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip! Um, so, uh, as I... <laughs> it used to be, as I was walking the dog, I would listen to the uh, podcast, yeah. and, um, a- and I would hear the Littlest Hobo song, and at first I thought, why is Ian playing this song? Mm. It's like the most annoying thing. Mm. You know, I thought, is he being... As Caddick would say, just, you know, a bit what's of a that bit. The, What's that or in the... Just... Hang on. What the, what's that? Shh, shh. Is, that a, is that a tribble? Is that what? A tribble. What's a tribble? They took over... They basically... The trouble... Do you not have the trouble with tribbles? <laughs> it was a, is this to do with whether it's a treble or a triple? It was a Star Trek episode where they got these um, uh, bones brought on these two little cute little fluffy things... And then, but they yeah. they bred like um, well, like wildfire, and suddenly the whole Star Trek uh, Starship Enterprise was overrun with tribbles. That was the trouble with tribbles. That was a, that was a, an episode, <laughs> one of the most famous episodes oh. of Star Trek ever. And they sound like that. 
That squeaky noise in the background. Unfortunately, that's my dog, Scotty, who is a uh, he's squeezing his uh, squeaky oh, hedgehog. He's so playing with his balls. I apologise okay. for that. That's fine. That's um, but fine. <laughs> <so> <laughs> anyway, um, I, st- I, I after a while, you know that song. I'd hear the littlest hobo theme, and I would just start smiling, yeah. and it just made me feel very happy. And I thought, I don't know why, and. I became sort of somewhat obsessed with this thing, and I um, and I downloaded all these episodes of The Littlest Hobo, and I, I tried to watch it with my dog, hoping that he would at least feign interest in it. But he he didn't show any interest in the plot whatsoever. And um, you know, as, if you I don't know how many have you seen a lot of the episodes of The, the Littlest Hobo? Are you a devotee? Yeah, I, I mean, I know the premise. He goes to a town. There's an orphan child. The, the, the robbers. He solves a crime. He moves on. Exactly. He goes there. He he solves any crime that's capable of being solved without opposable thumbs and uh, through the use of barking. So basically, he barks a lot, yeah. runs around, carries things in his mouth. Um, and uh, solves crimes, yeah. and he makes that town happy. And then you think, oh, he's going to settle down there. And then you know, but no, no, he's moving on. Yeah, he's he moving has on. To keep moving on. Yeah, yeah. He's and got, he well, he, he's got so to thought, go, and he's got what, what the bits you don't see is that he's off um, l- depositing his seed inside <laughs> lady dogs. Well, you never see that, and you never see him, po- never see him pooping either, which no. is frankly yeah. unrealistic. But then again, so anyway, he moves from town to town, and I thought. This is, this is the message that Ian is trying to send to me. Oh. And it's either the most obvious thing in the world, and like everybody gets it, yeah. or I'm the only person who gets it, and I need you to settle that, that question. So, are you, London, are you the littlest hobo? I mean, think about it. You're in a town, you know, I won't mention the name of the other stations that you may have, yeah, yeah. you know, spent some time at. Yeah. And, they represent the town, and each town there's a character. Let's say it's a Caddick, or it's a Dave Luton, or a Matty Bum Bum, or yes. a Vagendra, or an Andre. Yes. Each, each little town has a, has a certain character who needs your help, and you're there to help them out, and you do that. You're sort of like a therapist. You're the, the Unlike Sam robot, Beckett in, in Quantum Leap. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what you're like. Yeah. But, oh boy. but but here's where the analogy breaks down. Yeah. It's like because well, <laughs> people... If, if it, had, people if it hasn't broken down already, people yes. People <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate you giving me the benefit of the doubt that I got that far with it. Yeah. But, you know, it's like... Katya, for example, you know, like, or, or, or they, they follow you, or me, you know, they follow you from town to town. Well, that doesn't happen on the Littlest Hobo. No. He's not got, like, a gang of people following behind him. That's more Pied Piper so, style. So, exactly. So, so, you, so what is he trying to say to me, Ian? Are, are, you, are you London? Are you the Littlest Hobo or not? What, what answer makes you happier? <laughs> <laughs> the answer that make me happy. <laughs> the answer that would make me happy is that you've decided that um, you know that you know he said like in the song maybe tomorrow I'll yeah. just keep moving on. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe tomorrow. I, I don't think that tomorrow should come. I think you should stop moving on and stay oh, you where you are. I am more than happy on entertaining us. I said this the other day, right? And I'll say it again. I am more than happy to um, f- th- spend the rest of my radio days here at talk radio in this slot if they will if they will allow me to do that now 
Um, I, I, I'd kind of thought that other player. I, I, well, I always wanted to leave the BBC. That was never going to, the three counties was never a permanent thing. Absolute, I, even though right. I was there longer than LBC, it never felt like home to me. LBC did, but then it all got changed. Uh, but I'm, I would be quite happy to, to be doing this slot in, in 20 years time. I love it. I love it. Um, am I the list hobo? I, no. That's not the message you're sending out. You just like so the no, song. You're not, you're, you're, I, do, I can't remember why we started playing it. There was a there was a reason, and I think I started playing on Absolute, but I don't. I don't. I don't but remember. I reading more into it. You see, I thought like it's, yep. it's like you know when you play you're, you know the Beatles songs backwards, they tell you you know like you know worship you Satan. Are like, I thought like, like now he's playing. Now he's playing the full guy. It's like oh, he's saying I I E M Lee Ian Lee. I am the full guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something that, that could actually get me in trouble, right? But I'm gonna do it, right? So I've been getting these letters, right? I've been getting these letters. Cease and desist letters. <laughs> right. These letters, right? Yeah. And um, does, was it? What does the postcode? The, there's no stamp on it. So these letters, you know, when you get a letter. Um, well, anyway. So I've had about three of these letters, right? Have I had two here, Kath, two here and one at the other place? So the one, at the, the first one I got was, at, uh, they come on mauve paper. Don't have a name, they don't have a name on it or a return address. Why would anyone do that? Right. And yeah. um, at the first, uh, the first one that came was, uh, uh, was at Three Counties about, I don't know, eight months ago, something. It was a year ago. I probably wasn't there eight months ago, a year ago. I wasn't there eight months ago, blimey. And, um... It was, it was from a woman. I think it's from a woman. I think it's from a woman. It was really angry. And she was really angry with me. She hated Catherine. Oh my God, she hated Kath. <laughs> and she was very angry with me, right? And so we, re- I wish I'd kept it, but we didn't. We threw it away, right? Then she sent me a couple of letters here that have been a lot, lot friendlier, okay? But. But, and I don't want to sound ungrateful, but the thing that freaks me out is, unless you've hidden it, I can't find your name. And that, to me, is a little bit weird. Sending a letter without a name. Okay, first page. Three circles. The first circle has the word peace. The second circle has the word calm. The third circle has the word trust. This is all on mauve paper. Think of a time when you had each of these. Give each a symbol. Do a relaxation and beam these images into it slowly. If you calm down, your your body, via your mind, uses less energy with the world. You no longer react to other people. You just accept. Then why meditation so important? I still... I still have the something and post something fatigue now just relaxing and healing and then there's a little bit of material stuck to the uh, letter a display i made in my wardrobe at previous bungalow now listen i'm i'm sure that um you know this is i mean the first one no actually i don't have to tiptoe around it because the first one was rude the first one was rude and was mean-spirited. So I don't know why I'm tiptoeing around this as though I'll upset somebody's feelings. They sent me a nasty letter, Brandon, first of all, and now they're sending letters, and I'm going to say it, right? They're Go creepy. On. They're bloody creepy. 
Don't send a letter full of all this spiritual mumbo-jumbo bullshine and not put your name on it and contact details. That's weird. There we go. I said it, Brandon. I said it. It's a bit like the bloke hiding in John Lennon's shed, isn't it? (laughs) There are rainbows on it. Rainbows are drawn. You look cute in a bow tie. The award you won... The, the award you alone won. That's a dig at you, Catherine. The Gillards she's referring to. Yours was black. We can't accept that. I, I don't accept any digs at Kath. No, I know. It's completely uh, uh, unfair. That's unacceptable. You know, you know the thing I love about Kath? Oh, go on. It's a cheeky northern humour. Oh, for goodness. It's a down-to-earth northern route. She will take a dump in the corner of the studio if it'll get a laugh. <laughs> I've Let seen me, her do and, it. And to, to, let me just say something about Jackie Chan. Yeah! I agree with you 100%. He's oh. the best. He's the best. We, 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 right? If you think... You, I mean, I'm, I've got to go with the common ones. I'm sorry to do this. Rush Hour, right? Yeah, oh, I know yeah. it's very it's, mainstream. I know, but still, it's a it's great a movie. But have you, have you seen, like, the DVD with all the extra stuff on it? No, I haven't. The, um, like, well, okay, so there's a couple of bits where the director, Brett Ratner, he's talking about when they made the movie. So there's a, one of the first stunts that Jackie Chan does. It's when there's two, like, train carriages that are um, rapidly closing. And he's caught between the two, and he has to, like, miraculously, like, leap up and yeah. jump onto the roof of one of these train carriages. And um, he just said to the director, okay, so I'm going to do this stunt, and here I go, and blah, blah, they did it. They take yeah. one take, it's yeah. done. done. Then the director realized afterwards, like, there was no plan B. I mean, if he hadn't yeah. been able to do it, he would have been dead. Yeah. So he was just a, a total maniac. Yeah, yeah. He's broken, um, every other, bone, he's broken every bone in his body. He snapped his <laughs> back, making armor of God. No, armor of God was where he jumped off a, a, off a, a castle on a mountain and was supposed to land in a tree, but the branch snapped and he fell about 70 foot <laughs> and cracked his head open. And he oh went off and he, and he came back a month later and with a metal plate in his head and finished the scene. He's brilliant. That's why... Brandon, well, listen, thank you very much, man. I really appreciate you, you getting in touch. That's why we are looking at... We are trying to find the greatest living person. Nobody's come close to a suggestion better than Jackie Chan. Nobody has. Do you know why? Because there isn't. Worst living person, Will Smith. 0844 499 Foxy, Pete, Richard, stay there, come to you after this. Okay, Pete's been there for a while. Richard, Foxy, coming to you soon. Um, yes, Pete. How you doing, Ian? I'm, I'm good, thank you, Pete. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm really good. I'm tired. Got a long yeah. old day tomorrow. But um, I'm, I'm good. I'm hoping I might hear some more thunderbolt and lightning as I drive home this evening. Yeah, I didn't get any of that. I'm, I'm from uh, that part of uh, town myself, but we're um, oh. in the southwest this weekend. We've had none of it, just pure sunshine. Oh. So I've been hearing about all my mates having a problem on the commute, you know, so underwater, all the rest of it. And, you know, it's quite nice. Not not a not a drop in sight, but there you go. You mate, you you you're not living you're not living the British dream. This is a the weather, and everyone's moaning about the weather. No. I love it like this. And I got, I was to say, got to the dog out for a walk. My feet got soaking wet. I had to put the trainers in the washing machine. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Bit exciting, isn't it? Bit exciting. But, you know, then again, in Devon, you normally get it, but now you don't, you know, not tonight. So it's a bit of a role reversal. So enjoying it, uh, enjoying the sunshine. But um, I can't, um, 
not be the Jackie Chan stuff about breaking every bone in your body, but I did. Um, it's true. I it's did true. Slice my, I did slice my hand up yesterday playing air drums to Meatloaf, and I, I thought I'd better tell you about it because it was a disaster. What Meatloaf? Disaster. What Meatloaf song was it? About hell, obviously. Oh, yeah. um, well, I, I heard about um, you talk about guys needing their PR, uh, PRS. Um, you know, money and to keep you know to make it. If any man needs a pension, it's going to be Meatloaf. I mean, he's you know he's uh, he's still gigging. He's collapsing on stage. He collapsed on stage the other way, didn't he? But then he, he's oh, done he, that before. He's always collapsing on stage. Well, I mean, he's kind of making a habit of it. But anyway, I heard about him collapsing on stage, um, and um, I've got a bit of a history, a bit of a history of, of gigging Meatloaf with with um, friends of mine for for special occasions. In fact, I played a Meatloaf track at my wedding um, earlier this year, and um, that went down a storm. So anyway, so I heard about this. And so I was listening to Meatloaf yesterday morning about hell, yeah. brushing my teeth. Uh, I wasn't drunk, you know, just brushing my teeth. Everyone, yeah. The first question I, uh, everyone tells me when I tell them, oh, I slice my hand up, this is Meatloaf. They said, oh, you must have been drunk. I was like, no, no, morning, brushing my teeth. Yeah. Did a bit of an air drum manoeuvre. And, um, yeah, sliced, uh, sliced my hand a light fitting, brought the whole thing down, disaster, basically. But, but you know, but it, was, um, it, was quite, it was quite something. How much blood was there, Pete? Well, luckily I attended to it quite quickly. Yeah. But um, it, I could see my bone, my knuckle bones moving through the hand. Oh, it was pretty, yes. pretty nasty, basically. One of those sort of, do I, you know, have you ever had that? Have you ever done something where, you, where you, you do it and then you think, now, do I go to the hospital or don't I go to the hospital? One of those, one of those, one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, every time. It, when, when our boy bit his lip off, right, he bit through, he didn't bit it off. Exactly. He, one he of those. bit through his lip, right, and his lip was literally hanging off, right? Mm-hmm. And me and my wife are going, well, you know, should we take him to hospital? What if we're, what if it's not that serious? His lip you was hanging how, off! How long are we going to have to queue up? He I know! Queue by the time we get oh, there. It was anyway, it was still, it was pumping and everything like that. My wife, bless us, isn't the first aid trainer. I am, so if anything, it should have happened the other oh, way around. Yes. Um, well, but, you know, obviously she doesn't air drum she's not or listen to meatloaf. Yeah. Which is, you know, more for her. But, um, but it's, you know, so, so I didn't in the end. So, you know, did those bandages up, use all the, use all the gump and the fat, you know, taped it out with a bit of this, that and the other. And, um, I'm pleased to say I'm still moving my hands. So, you, um, you mentioned, an inter- you raised an interesting point. I was in the house on my own, um, a couple of years ago. But no, it was actually, we still lived in, uh, gosh, we still lived in North London. So it was about f- f- six years ago, right? And I was trying to un, I had buggered up the, um, um, blade, the metal blade of the, the lawnmower, right? Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, I bent it. We, I'd, I'd hit a tree stump and I bent it. So mm. I, I, I had a spare one. So I had to unscrew that, put the new one on and screw it on. It's, it's, it's an easy thing, right? Was it plugged in? No, 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 it wasn't, no, no, it wasn't plugged in. I'm not stupid. Well, <laughs> I wasn't, I'm not that stupid. So I couldn't get the blade to come off. So I went and got a screwed, I went and got, um, like a hammer to, to hit the blade. And my yep. finger slipped, and the, um, uh, just a tiny bit of my finger, probably about half an inch, got cut, just by the, the Peter Pointer, by the fingernail, it got yep. cut by the blade of the, um, the, the lawnmower, and it's a, it was a deep cut, and it was that really rich, deep red that was pouring out of it, right? Yeah, yeah, the deep, the deep red, yeah. And I couldn't, that. and I was, I had to suck it, because the, the blood was just pouring out, pouring out, and I had to suck it. And I'm walking around the house, sucking my finger. I couldn't find any plasters. All I could find was a bandage, a big old-fashioned bandage. So I bandaged the finger up. Did that, did that. I thought, I won't need to go to the hospital. I won't go to the hospital. And I I, I kept it on for a couple of hours. Then I took the bandage off to have a little look at it, right? And it was fine. But what basically, long story short, too late for that, um, a thread (laughs) from the bandage 
I think, healed into the wound. Oh, wow. So I you think I've got a thread from the bandage in, like, the scar in my finger. And I think I can, I mean, I can feel reminder. it. I can feel the thread in there. Is Am I going to die of, like, toxic shock syndrome or something? Well, I think those bandages are fairly, um, fairly sterilised in the first place. I think they're okay, aren't you? I suppose so, but it's in my body. I mean, it's, it's almost like being bionic. Yeah, I've got a bit of. I've got. As I've got a bit of. I thought I had a bit of glass sticking out of it as well for a little while. So uh, sort of. Um, yeah, again, you know, we, bionic um, sort of. Sort of. It's a bit X Men. We re- so well, Pete. We really have. Um, you and I. We really have. Um, we really have lived a life, and we've really been in the wars, haven't we? You know, you've got to you, you got to go through these things. You know, you never know what happen, might happen tomorrow. So, yeah, yeah, well, so uh, I would I would suggest though that stay away from lawnmowers. You want to keep your hand intact. Though, Pete, thank fun. you very much. I would suggest staying away from from air drums. But we we live dangerous lives, Peter. We live very 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 dangerous lives, and um, without the risk taking, it's it's simply point, pointless. Richard, on steady on. I'm on the phone, Jess. Get in. Sorry, that's me. That's, that's, that's a yellow card. Uh, yes, I'm still sat here watching the fish. Oh, it's hey, you! Why <laughs> did you? Uh, well, I was about to go to bed, but why did you have to drop the Fall Guy tune? Oh, what, Do what, people realise how cool the eighties is and what, was and still is? Well, there was there was a significant amount of rubbish in the eighties. True, but you've got Banana Armor and Airwolf. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Banana Armor were good. I did like Banana. Like, what's not to like? I did. I was a fan of Banana Rama. Yes, I did enjoy. Um, Everyone did. Yes, yes. But don't let anyone say, "Dude, I know you've had a political conversation and that Yankee stuff." I wanted to battle on, but I thought, no, keep your mouth shut. Watch your fish. Watch your fish. Speak to Ian. Watch your fish and watch Everything's your language. Cool. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Where, whereabouts exactly. are you, Richard? Because everywhere else in the country... Liverpool, it's, oh, it's, 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 it, it, What's the weather like? Because it's been chucking it down like no-one's business. Gorgeous. That's why I'm sat in the back with my telescope out. And that's why I meant to say to you before, that yeah. American needs to put his face into the telescope and look out. Do you know what I mean? Uh, which American? American... Well, American-ish. He was on before. Oh, he was in America, but he was British. Yeah. Ah, right, right, yeah. Some of what he said was awesome. Absolutely brilliant. Some of it was like, dude, just look out at night. Look at the nuclear explosions happen above your head every night. Yeah. If you ever get bored. You know what I mean? But, yeah, thanks for the fall, guy, June. Richard, it's it's literally my pleasure. Thanks for the F-bomb. It's always nice. Uh, Foxy, Simon, stay there. Come to you after this. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. After a slow start, the phones are picked up as I predicted they would. According to the stats, um, and I don't want to bang on about it. Where are the stats from? Let's name where these stats are from. Britain elects seven percent of UKIP voted for Remain, huh? Or seven? Yeah, seven percent. Seven voted for Remain, 93% voted to leave. Seven percent of UKIP voted to remain. The, uh, <laughs> how, um, uh, uh, how does that work? Foxy's on the line. Good evening, Foxy. Hip, 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 Ian. Hip, 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 Foxy. 
How are you doing, all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm tired. I've got pain in my... Little pain. Pain in my side is all I thought that... I listened to the new Bare Naked Ladies live album on the way into work tonight. It was bloody good. Is that out just, just recently, yeah? It's out in the last couple of weeks, and I've, I, 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 I've had it sitting around, and I played it tonight. It's brilliant. Going to go and see him September the 9th, taking the night off the show. Going to take my two boys to see the Bare Naked Ladies live in concert, and there's not a court in the land that can stop me, apart from the, um, the uh, family court. Can you still do that song where you sing along to the words? You did it recently, a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Where you sung along mate, to the words of the Bare Lady Lady song? M- mate, that is, I mean, yeah, that is really putting me on the spot to ask me <laughs> to do it cold like that. <laughs> it took me a day of practising to then ask me to do it on the spot cold. Well... Not that I am asking, of course. I mean, it's the offer's there. No one, no one challenges me like that and gets away with it. <laughs> Here we go. Hang on. You can't imagine so many monkeys in the Daily Mail And all of them coming anonymously so they leave no trail I never thought I'd have an admirer from overseas But somebody's sending me stationery filled with chimpanzees Some chimps in swimsuits Some chimps are swinging from a vine Some chimps in jack boots Some chimps that wish they could be my Starsky and Hutch chimps A chimp who's sitting on the can A pair of Dutch chimps Who send their love from Amsterdam First one, easy this is where it starts to get hard. This is where it starts to get hard. If I had to guess, I'd say the monkey sender thinks it's great. He's sending me, maybe she's sending me just to see me get irate. I'm losing sleep, but it's going to be keeping me up all night. I thought it was funny, but now I've got money on a monkey fight. Some chimps in hard hats, chimps are working on a chain gang. Some chimps who love cats, burning rubber in a Mustang. A birthday wishing chimp, a chimp in black like a goth. A going fishing chimp, a British chimp in the bar. Can't for the life of me remember how these words scan in the third verse. Cannot remember it. Cannot remember how the third verse scans. This might be a fudge. Somehow they follow me, even though I pack to move my home. No matter what they come and they come, they won't leave me alone. Another monkey in the mail can make me lose my mind. But look at me shuffling through the stack until I finally find some chimps in swimsuits, some chimps in jack boots, some chimps in hard hats, some chimps who love cats. I've got some shaved chimps, that's chimps devoid of any hair. I've got depraved chimps dressed up in the women's underwear. Boom! Yes! Hey, hey, hey! Hang on! You guys relax. I'm taking this baby home now. Everyone is addressed to me. Everyone is, everyone is, everyone is addressed to me. 
Some chimps in swimsuits, some chimps in jack boots, some chimps in hard hats, some chimps who love cats. I've got some shaved chimps, that's chimps devoid of any hair. I've got depraved chimps, dressed up in new women's underwear. That's Ian Hutch chimps, a chimp who's sitting on the can. A pair of Dutch chimps who send their love from Amsterdam. Some chimps in Mustangs, some chimps in chain gangs. I got a birthday wishing chimp and I got the going fishing chimp. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, yeah, Foxy, turns out I can do it. Turns out it's a piece of cake, mate. So you owe me five pounds. Oh, hang on. I, I just had to try and get out from somewhere. That was brilliant, Ian. Well done. Thank you. Uh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What now, else can I say? Well, you could say, you could say goodbye. Yeah. Uh, yeah, au revoir. Goodbye. Tati bye. Tati bye. There we go. That's how you do it. And Richard just called in to apologise for swearing. Don't worry, Richard. We, we, we managed to deal with that. That was great. Thank you very much. Simon's on the line. Hip, hip, hip. Suddenly I feel alive, Simon. I feel alive. That was really good. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was good. And um, my agent phoned me up the other day. He said, Ian, I've got a weird one for you. Can you sing? And I, Simon, I said no. Oh. I said no. And then I asked what it was for. He said it's for the School of Rock. Oh, okay. They're doing the, the musical, musical yeah. in the West End. And I said, no, probably best I don't go for that one. But I'm going <laughs> to send, I'm going to send a cassette, uh, a C90 cassette of that to the producers, uh, Jack Black of the School of Rock. And I suspect I'm going to, um, be leaving Talk Radio very soon to start my illustrious career in the musicals. They they might invite you on the stage of bare naked ladies when you go. They might well do. No, don't. When I went to, when I went to my boys see the monkey or my eldest to see the monkeys, we're in the front row, and at one point in the stage, Mickey Dolenz is singing "Going Down," which is a really fast song, and and I knew that they did this in the show, right? And I caught his eye, and he came over. He sort of, we sort of know each other a little bit. I don't, uh, he came over and he put the mic down for me to sing a verse of "Going Down," right? So I'm singing this at the Hammersmith Odeon, and I turned around, and my boy was sat on the seat with his legs up and his hands over his face. And afterwards, I said, how did you feel when you saw me singing in front of, I don't know, what was it, three, four, five thousand people? How did you feel? He said, Daddy, I don't know. I don't have a word from it, Hmm. but it felt horrible. And my stomach felt twirly and I didn't want to, didn't know where to look. I said, boy, that's embarrassment. And that means daddy's doing his job properly. (laughs) You've got the rest of my life to live with this. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. It's funny talking about live shows. Um, Yesterday I took my mum to see Heartbeat Live. Sorry? You know, you know, uh, the TV show Heartbeat. What the, the, uh, the, Tony Hart? No, you know, um, Nick oh. Berry used to be in oh, it. Oh, Nick Berry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did a live stage show of it. Did they? Yeah, in Richmond yesterday, so I took my mum to see it. It, um, <laughs> it, it was very, very odd. In, it was very weird. In, in, who was it? Was Nick Berry in it? No, 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 there was only two people from the original cast yeah. in it. Uh, one was a policeman, and one was um, David, who was one of the stupid boys. He took over from Greengrass. Right. Uh, and, yeah, it was just very odd. And um, the story was, it was quite an exciting storyline, actually. Yes, yes. Um, someone was going to blow up the pub. Um, r- right. Gosh, that's a little bit um Yeah, and, but it was an interesting audience. Um, everyone was eight, over 80. 
um, and there was about 50 people there. Yeah. Oh, oh no, really? Oh, that's a shame. And I felt they were looking at me all the time on the stage because there weren't many people there. I just felt they were like just staring at me. That is, um, that is a tough, how old are you? 32? Yep. That is, um, that is, uh, that was good, wasn't it? That is, uh, that's uncomfortable, man. We've all been in, uh, by the way, if anyone wants to phone in with stories of being in, um, under, um, uh, here we go. Here's a phone in tiny audiences. If you've ever been in a tiny audience, 0844-499-1000. And also stage plays of TV programs. I, I've never, I don't remember it. I was too young at the time, but I've read about it. They did a stage play of Doctor Who with John Pertwee as the Doctor. Oh, where's your gummage? Yeah, where's your gummage as the yeah. doctor? I think it was when Tom Baker was the doctor on telly. Um, and, and they, they, they did it with him. And that would be weird to watch a stage play. Like, but like in the seventies when, when plays were rubbish, a stage play of Doctor Who would have just been, would have been awful, wouldn't it? Yeah, nowadays it'd be quite good with the special effects. Oh, nowadays it would be with the special effects. You could actually make the TARDIS appear and disappear. Cliff Richard, and we can talk about him now. Cliff Richard, of course, was in two musicals. He was in um, Heathcliff, the musical, and Time. I think he took over from David Cassidy, or did David Cassidy take over from him? I'm not sure. Uh, David Cassidy took over from him. or he took over from, I don't remember. Uh, and that was um, considered way ahead of its time in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, because they had a hologram of Laurence Olivier um, okay. on stage. But it's only his head. It wasn't like when... Well, they... yesterday they had um, AstroTurf. <laughs> AstroTurf <laughs> is the 70s um, uh, 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 equivalent of a hologram. Well, did, did, did you enjoy it? I mean, was it any good? not really oh. my mum enjoyed it oh well that's the main thing so that's that's the important thing that's the main thing oh i bet i got we got a theatre near me that will take that kind of stuff i i, I wonder if it's going to be on i'm tempted i'm tempted to go to a matinee and get um get a, a, a ticket at the door for next to nothing well the worst thing is trying to get out because there's old people sat next to me and the other side and of course the, like, i just wanted to get home afterwards and it was like you know oh old people Oh, Simon. Listen, thank you for that, mate. I appreciate that. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us uh, a call, you're more than welcome. What happens after the news is we take calls straight to air. I'll explain what, I'll explain that when we get to it. Let me speak to Mike first. Good evening, Mike. Hi, good evening. Um, am I the only person I can't understand? Did I have exit polls for, for, for this vote? Why, nope. why, why can't we understand... Who's winning? Who's losing? Is it something that that, uh, that they're not allowed to, to to tell us who's won? There is there is no there is no exit poll. There are no exit polls. But I do. Why is it? A, is there a rule against it? I don't or? know. Is it different because it's a referendum? Dum dum digger dum dum, and not an election. I don't know. But um, apparently Farage has conceded already. But how can he concede if he doesn't know? <laughs> what does he know that we don't? This is, this is, this is the thing, isn't it? I mean, uh, here's the thing, right? The Remainers were always going to win, weren't they? And all the polls, and I, I had some Remain friends who were very worried that it was going to go leave. Uh, can we stop saying the word Brexit now? Jesus, leave the EU. And, yeah, um, I mean, we, can we leave that bit? Uh, and it was, uh, I just said, 
of course we're going to stay. Of course we're going to stay. Of course we're going to stay. The status quo in these things always, always prevails. Um, and, and we will stay in it. And, you know, and, um, Good. Can well, I, I say mean, that it's, now? It's, Good. It's, I'm glad it's, we're going to bloody it's, stay. You know, most of your listeners are probably taxi drivers. Did anybody poll taxi drivers and ask taxi drivers how many, you know, how many taxi drivers were in, how many taxi drivers were out? Well, I don't know. I know we have some taxi drivers. I don't think the majority of, um, I, I think the taxi drivers, who are all welcome, by the way, guys, make up a small percentage of this. Why would you want to know taxi drivers' views so much? Well, no. Every time I, I every time I, I, I normally when I, at this sort of time of night when I'm hearing your program, I'm normally in a taxi and it's always oh. on. You know, I think that's. You know, that, that, Is it? Oh, that'll do. We'll have that. Did anybody? What about? Anybody ask Stuart Hall? Is he in or out? Well, why do we want to get what paedophiles? Why do we want to know what paedophiles think about it? Well, you know, I mean, I mean, what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, you know. What does Farage what? know that we don't? Why? Why is he calling it? He knew that it was always going to lose. We, uh, 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 um, yeah. is, is it a case? You know, what about you know, what about uh, Tony Blackburn? What does he think? I don't understand why you're mentioning all these random people. No, I'm, uh, that's what I'm saying. What does what does Farage know? Why Why would Farage? No, but you're not saying anything, uh, Mike. You, you keep. Yeah, I can't yeah, see I'm, the outside it. Uh, yeah, uh, you, you, you keep mentioning these random people, one of whom is a convicted paedophile, and one of whom is a friend of mine, I, and I don't understand no, why I'm, you are. What, what I'm saying is, what, what sort of group of people would uh, have been told? Why, why, why is Farage uh, able to say, OK, we've lost, yeah, and we don't know, we're watching the telly like he is. Well, do you think it's a conspiracy? Some sort of secret... Do you think it's a conspiracy? Well, I, no, I think... Uh, no, I, I think I think there's a you know I think there's a, there's has it been fixed? Oh no, no, it's it no, it's not been fixed. Talk radio. All right, call straight to air for the last hour of the show. Um, don't call yet is the uh, thing. You can call about anything you want, and I think we've managed to um, successfully avoid the uh, uh, elephant in the uh, room. Here's the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Album. The first three Kiss albums are, um, they're a little bit tinny, but they are, um, um, can we say cock rocking masterpieces? Yeah, I okay. like that bit where he went, Oh, you're a sweet thing! Yeah, that's Peter Chris. Mm. Um, 0844 499 Nigel Farage there saying, but did I hear that correctly? That, um, Farage said, well, the, yes, the reason that we, uh, lost was, uh, the Prime Minister extending the, uh, voting deadline by 48 hours. So the reason you lost is, um, democracy. Well... <laughs> the reason you lost is democracy. That's what that is. And he was saying it as though... It was, yeah, the reason we lost is the, the, the numbers of people that signed up during the when Prime Minister extended the deadline by 48 hours. The system crashed. That's called democracy. If he hadn't done that, then that would have been unfair. And how does he know what those people who... Um, I think it was like 480,000 people then registered in that last 40... The extra 40 hours... How does he know what way they were go- they were going to vote? There is no way of knowing because when you register to vote, it doesn't say. Oh, by the way, give, give us a clue. Which way are you going? It doesn't say. So it's it's sour grapes. Here's the thing. I'm glad we're remaining because uh, that's how I voted. And um, as I said this before, because my um, six year old son, I can I, I I, honestly I couldn't really care. Right. I was erring on the side of Remain, but I spoke to my son. I said, what do you want? He said, I like things to say the way they are. I said, well, should I vote Remain then for you? So I sold I sold my vote. It's illegal. But I was tempted, and I mentioned this to Scott, um, Scott Balcony, and, and he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. We were both tempted to vote Leave. Yeah, to see what would happen. But then never, but pretend we'd voted Remain. Why? So that um, we could be on the side of the good guys, mm. and... Um, the bad guys would win, but we'd be on, we'd pretend we'd be, we'd be double agents going un- deep, deep, deep No, undercover. you wouldn't. You'd be liars. Well, that's the same as double agent. The same as those coppers that go undercover for 20 years to infiltrate crusties and then they end up, um... Impregnating them. Impregnating the women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, marrying but, them. And that gets them into trouble. But getting back to Jackie Chan, that's the plot of, um, The Spy Next Door. Who did he impregnate? He didn't impregnate her. Um, but... Just out of practice. He, um... They were get at the, the spoiler alert, guys. The last scene is they're getting married, right? And it, she's only just found out he was a spy because the kids are getting kidnapped by Russians. And they're getting married, and the guy, the vicar, goes, um, "Bob, his name's Bob Ho in it. Bob it, Ho, oh. Bob Ho. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. And Bob Ho, do you take uh, what's it to be a thing? And he, and he leans over, goes, I've "Got another thing to tell you. My name's not really Bob." It's Jackie Chan. <laughs> and then he gives her a karate kick to the windpipe. No, mate. 
He's no. the most... It's his nunchucks out. The most skillful physical specimen this planet has ever seen. Line one, you're on the wireless. <laughs> okay, that's, um, that's, um, someone's, um, recorded you at home, Kath. Well, sorry, you make me hang up the... Oh. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Hi, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm calling up. I, I spoke some, um, I heard some guy call up earlier saying that um, Farage somehow had some access to some secret information about the exit polling or whatever. I just wanted to discredit that and say what nonsense that was. Um, I thought that the guy spoke absolute nonsense. I think he said something about speaking to Tony Blackburn or whatever. And I just thought, you know, well, what about um, you know, some other guys you should be speaking about? You know, what about Rolf Harris? Did he vote in or out? Can we? Can I just say I'm really uncomfortable, right? That we're making the leap from Tony Blackburn, who is completely innocent and is a friend of mine of any uh, offence, and then you're jumping to Rolf Harris. I don't like the who is a convicted paedophile. I don't like that jump in your train of thought. No, no, I was completely on your side there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but 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 then let's not let's not make that train of thought because a it makes me uncomfortable legally, and b it makes me uncomfortable because Blackburn's a mate of mine. All right, so just steady. Okay. No, no, I understand that. So, and I think you also said about Stuart Hall, which I also thought was complete nonsense, yeah? Right. So, so how saying, did... Where, where is he? Where? Yeah, well, right, okay. How does Nigel... Why is Nigel Farage conceded almost straight after 10 o'clock? Exactly. That is, that is the point. What? The reason I think there must be some sort of exit polling. You look at the book... But there isn't an exit... The well, there isn't an exit poll. Were you... Were you... Did you vote today? The, yeah, I, I certainly did vote. Was, there, was there an exit poll at your polling station? Yeah, yes, there was. There, were, there was, um, there was a, a gentleman outside there. You don't have to give your polling no, number no. and, your, and your, mm. your decision, but many people do. I decided were, That's to. interesting, because uh, he must uh, have just been a bloke, because there were no exit polls. No, no official exit polls. <laughs> well, there we go. So it was just a bloke no, with no, a clipboard and a marker pen. Yeah, he was just a bloke. But where else? Where do the where is he going to send that? What? So what? What? Where is he going to send that information to then? Farage. So this and, guy. And, whereabouts are you? Whereabouts roughly are you? Now, at this moment in time, when I, when I voted today, I was in Cambridge. All now right. I am on so, the so Ireland. Farage has employed a man to stay stand outside a polling centre in cambridge and then what he would like phone him up we did you look a little tally and phone him at the end of the day or phone him every hour what how would he how would he get in touch with farage and pass this information on well i think he did it by cliff richard okay i mean what is going on with people today um line one you're on the wireless Oh, no, you're not. Love yes, Island. Sorry, do, say that again. Sorry, I missed you. Yeah, I'm throwing Farage at a celebrity Love Island tonight. You watching Love Island? Celebrity Love Island. I can't believe they brought that back. I mean, it was a yeah, flop. Yeah, him f- out. He's gone. Who's go- Farage has gone from Love Island. Farage has gone. Goodbye. Thank you very much indeed. Okay. Um, the, yes, line two. Hello? Yellow, you're on the air. Yeah, cool. Any chance of coming in to speak to me? You're speaking to him. At the minute. Well, you were. Yeah, now, you're speak- now you're speaking to me. What was it? All right. I'm just phoning up to hopefully speak to Ian. Okay, hold the line a minute. 
Okay. Let's go to Richard's on the line. Evening, Richard. Hello, Bill. Hello, oh, Richard. What you got sorry. for us? I'll just... I'll shut my radio off. That's mm. better. Uh, yeah, it's just the drunk scouser up north. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the border collie looking at the fish. Yeah. It did get political, but you said it all then. When you look down to your daughter, I had a, I've got an 18-year-old daughter today, yeah. and he was like, she was both in, I was yeah. both out. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's all about the future generation, and it was so hard to call today because I'm not a political man, I'm just an old-school Jedi, do you know what I mean? And yeah. But to have that conversation when you look at your daughter's eyes and think, right, what's best? for you. Do you know what I mean? And people just don't realise this generation thing, I think. No, screw them. I want to bugger up the planet for my kids. Your daughter especially. Yeah, I want her to suffer. No, I want to, um, um, there's, um, there's a great Limmy sketch, right? It was Limmy's coming, he's a Scottish comedian, where he's in the park yep. and he's saying the world's screwed, basically, the ozone layer and all of that. He said, but who cares? It's it's only going to affect, like, my grandchildren, and I might hate them. You know, they might be idiots in the future. Yeah. So let's let, let's let's exactly. make it as bad as we yeah, can yeah. for them. That's sort ourselves <laughs> out. But do you be negative or positive? That's the hard thing. So people have obviously voted that we're in the EU. Yep. I, I've not looked at the news yet, because I'm still in the garden watching me fish. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But apparently, yeah. what I've heard is, we're like, okay. Yep. Yeah, we're still in. Brilliant. Sound. Yeah, we won. The well, right, the good guys won. Yep. <laughs> True. But I'm not getting political when you're in. We're, we're friends, you know I mean? <laughs> Well, Richard, it's, it's always good to talk to you, even if it's three times in a show. Line one, you're on the wireless. You're on the air. You're off the air. Line two, you're on the wireless. Hello there. Turn the radio off. Hello. I told you we get a lot of calls later on when mm. people realise there's not a lot happening. Yes, line what two? Hello. Yes, that's you. Oh, uh, this is Tom. We spoke the other day. Okay. Um, long time listener, short time call. Yep. Yep. Your line is breaking up, man. Oh sh! I didn't. I did not realise I was live. I'm very sorry. I thought I'd go to the producer. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you. Well, the producer's here. You can talk to her as well if you want. Is that Kath? Yeah. Hello, Kath. How are you doing? I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I went out. Um, we went up last night. Um, it was <laughs> friends just go down today, so we so we had a booze. Oh, um, right. But right. I thought I'd, I'd give you a call and say hello. And um, I, I was having a chat with someone this evening about uh, the future. Um, and I said there are. I said um, there are a couple of things that are certain in this world. That we are born. That one of them is that we are born, and the other is that we die. And I think, with that in mind, I don't really care what happens with the world. And no. and I mean that. Do you know, sorry, hello. Yes, we're listening. Um. And I, in a very present accessible world. Right, your I phone, your phone, your phone line is absolutely atrocious, and you're starting to annoy me. <laughs> so don't forget, you've got um, a few hours left to do your homework, which is watch the film. It's on Netflix. It might be on Amazon Prime. Kung Fu Elliot. I haven't watched it yet. Well, it's your problem. Loads of people have loads, and it's divided people. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Some people think it's real, and some people think it's fake. We've got the directors coming on at ten tomorrow. 
and we haven't meant we haven't asked them i'm sure they'll be fine with taking your questions and if they're not we'll sort something out we can carry on talking about it but they're going to be on uh at 10 o'clock um and um it's like it's what's it film ring film ring film ring it. named by a racist yeah grace dent's looking forward to it is, is she yeah 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 i've been talking to her about it have you mm-hmm. oh blimey she's she's proper she knows films and stuff yeah well, was, you say you know no films who, who really knows films spielberg does actually well he knows films wow he knows films he's made some of the best films of all time yeah but he's also made some quite saccharine ones that make a load of money all right he knows business the only flop he's ever had was a film called 1941 a comedy about world war ii oh starring was it john belushi was he in there i don't know i've never heard of it that's probably flopped came out between jaws and et oh blimey massive flop cost of fortune massive flop nearly ended his career um oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand uh line one you're on the wireless hey and it's uh dodge problems Dougal here again from last week i just want to talk about the referendum okay how you going huh who won? Going, mate? So, I'm having real trouble hearing you, partly because these headphones are pony and partly because of your accent. Go on. Uh, shall, I, shall I speak quite clearly? That's How's much better. Going, How's it going? What, the referendum? Aye. Dunno. The good guys won. Oh, did they? they? Oh, okay. Did you vote? Oh, I don't know if I can answer that question, mate. You can't, you, you don't, don't know if you know. can answer that question. No, I've never, well, my name's Dodge Pop McDougall. <laughs> this is such, this is such a niche gag that I may be the only person in the world that gets this gag, but I'm more than happy to, um, so there, there are probably loads of Dodge Pop McDougalls out there that didn't even bother voting. Probably not. I, I don't care. <laughs> Do what I want. Like, <laughs> thank you very much. So it's, I mean, it's it's a, a, a light, gentle, friendly ribbing of Ian Collins, who um, will, um, when he's referring to criminals and lazy people and scroungers, he'll call them Dodge Pop McDougals. Wow! You got Dodge Pop McDougal out there who doesn't bother, he doesn't work, and sponging off the benefit system. Well, there is actually. A Dodge Pop McDougal. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. Hi. Uh, do you remember when a 17-year-old phoned up saying he didn't intend to have children ever? Do you remember that? A 17-year-old phoned up saying he didn't want to have children ever. When was that? I can't remember. It was about two or three weeks ago. I think I remember that. Does Kathy remember that? I think so, yeah. Why, has he had children? Have you got information? <laughs> has he impregnated <laughs> you? What's going on? Well, uh, the reason why I'm asking is because, I, well, I'm 41, and uh, when I was 17, I, uh, you, know, I, you know, I didn't want to have children, and uh, I thought, well, maybe when I get older, I'll change my mind. Uh, and, and now, you know, 24 years after that, uh, I'm probably more of that opinion then than now. Uh, so I guess my question is, uh, when did you and Kath, I suppose, if, if she's there, yeah. uh, she, she sounds like she's there. She's there. I'm um, there a bit. She's there, we can sense her. When did you guys decide to have children? What, what, uh, what age? Um, well, I always kind of knew I wanted kids. Mm. I always knew I wanted kids. Um, 
So, um, so it was, it was, you know, it was just a case of finding the right person, really, and, 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 you know, and, and then getting on with it, man. Well, it's like, once you've got your own house and you found the, as you say, the right person and, uh, your career is kind of stable, that's when you go for it if you're up for it. But if you don't want to, I mean, that, I was just as sure that I wanted children as it sounds like you're sure you didn't. Uh, well, I mean, I guess, uh, what I'm sort of getting at in a way, Oh, by the way, sorry to interrupt, sorry to interrupt. Um, leave of one. I got it. Uh, I got it. Uh, leave of one. I got it wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, so, the bad guy's one. Never mind. Don't matter. Go on, carry on, Richard. Uh, what I was, um, yeah, what I was going to, uh, say was it's possibly the most controversial thing I've ever said, uh, on, on, on a, on a, I'm holding on. I'm holding on. Uh, I, I, you know, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say, uh, which is sort of almost, well, pretty much goes against what you've said. Uh, the thing is, in a way, it, certain life experiences that we've had, because I've also had depression myself. Yeah. Uh, uh, what I'm basically saying is, is, is it ethical to have children? That's the question, I suppose. It's an excellent question. Um, with, you know, with the, uh, overpopulation and inflation and starvation, to quote, uh, Ray Davis's song, Ape Man, it makes a good point. Uh, yeah, and when there is, um, um, when something crappy happens in the world, like the shooting in Orlando, and, um, ISIS, you know, and, and 9-11 and stuff like that, I mean, I had kids after 9-11, but, um... I kind of worry about the world. That, do you know? Do you you, you yeah. probably face it. I kind of yeah. worry about the world that I've had. I've had sort of kids into. But I also think that I've got excellent genes, and it would be selfish of me not to propagate. Do you? But do you not worry seriously? I, I do worry that the the, the 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 world is screwed and their life is going to be miserable. Yeah, but their life might also be awesome. However, uh, I, I don't think. I don't think personally. I don't think uh, you know these sort of major events, like you just mentioned, those happen on a regular basis. You know. Yeah all the time yeah uh what i'm sort of more thinking about is the regularly bad things that happen to everybody uh you know bereavements yeah, uh, yeah. depression as you know as, as you know as we've experienced in our lives yeah yeah, uh, yeah. uh other illnesses is it is well you it hang on a minute let me, let me, let me hang on this. are you talking about the genetics of it that the the if you were to have kids there, A, might be a higher chance of them being depressed if it is if there is a genetic uh, cause to it, which I, I, I personally believe that there, there is, um, a, a, alongside all of the miserable stuff that happens. Or are you uh, just saying well, life, life sucks? I think, well, yeah, basically, uh, uh, does, the, does the good in life outweigh... Because you're basically saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you live in this life. Uh, yeah. And... What, well, you know, it's, it's not down, you know, it's not, uh, you're going to do, I mean, you're going to make you, you're going to force you to live, regardless of what happens. It may be good or may be bad. Yeah. Uh, but, you, you know, the assumption is, I guess, is that the, the, the good will outweigh the bad. But does any good outweigh, not, you know, can any good outweigh bad? That's the question. You could, you could argue that if someone suffers a little bit of bad, not, you know, yeah, that, yeah. That never be. That could never be outweighed. Having by having kids, but having kids, you don't. I, I guess. Uh, the, the, uh, okay, you, I, I didn't really think about it in those terms. Having kids is a selfish thing to do. Mm -hmm. You're doing it. For, you're doing it for yourself and the person that you're having the kids with. You're not doing it so that your children will have um, rich lives. You hope they will. But we have kids. I had kids 
because I wanted kids. So that's a, that's a selfish act. From my point of view, I had an actual moment holding someone else's child where I yearned. I knew that it was the time and, and I, it was a physical thing where I could feel, you know, everything in my insides wanted a baby now i don't know what that was it's probably slightly psychological but a lot of it was is genetic and it's you know it's kind of the reason why we keep doing this i guess but um i have to believe that life is mostly good you know and part of my job as a parent is to back them up and try and make sure that they have a a chance have you ever said to uh uh, one of your kids, life's not fair. Yeah. Well, the kid says, that's not fair, and, and you say, well, life isn't fair. Yeah. And, it, yeah, and I also think part of my role is to prepare them for the disappointments in life. But if life is not fair, you know, is, that, yeah, but is it right to bring people into a world where life, which isn't fair? <laughs> but you, what's it, the ex expectation for life to be fair is a ridiculous one. Uh, well, I mean, that's, a, that's an argument, I suppose. Uh, you know, I guess... Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the prevailing view is your view. Otherwise, no, well, you know, if, if the prevailing view is my view, then we don't, there wouldn't be anyone left in the world. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that which would, you know, would, would, would probably be better. <laughs> uh, Richard, we have to go to a break. Thank you for that. That was interesting. It's got my brain itching, which is always a good sign. Thank you, mate. Bye. Ta-ta. Um, yeah, I, I, there's not... I, do you know what? It's the first time in ages we've had a little bit of um, a, a mental workout... Mm on the show thank you richard that was um, i enjoyed that um the pound is plunging as leave surge ahead this is true this is actually this is true i'm, I'm looking at this is coming in the sunderland have voted leave and so the pound has plunged wow. ladies and gentlemen we are in lanoche line one you're on the wireless ah oh, i thought it was a brexit free um night tonight but however as you're talking about it well, 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 hang on a minute hang on a minute we've not talked about it a lot hey, to be fair i've just joined in so well so uh, we haven't talked bad. about it at all <laughs> okay well, i apologize apology accepted i'm eating a nut can i uh, by the way uh i'll join in the recent conversations uh, i had a colleague uh, we we had an exit poll to that work and uh, he went Michael, he went to the loo, and uh, the poll, it came out, it exited. That's what I think about the If you can't oh. trust the polls, who can you trust, the Czechoslovakians? Globule. Thank you. Um, let's go to, um, line two, you're on the wireless. Turn your radio off. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. hip, hip, hip. Hi, Ian. Hello. Hi, Kath. Not yet. Hi, Mrs. Cunningham here. Mm. Um, yep. My little nephew looks just like you, Ian, and his name's Lee. Nothing to do with me. <laughs> I'm not blaming you. Nothing to do with um, me. I've not been I there. I know we're not talking about the referendum today. Well. But weren't you allowed to use your influence to get people to vote in? No, we're not allowed. What, what influence? Oh, you've got influence, Ian. You've got power. We can make people watch rubbish films. <laughs> I got power, but no, um, we haven't got the power to do that. No, the power instead I chose was to get people to watch a film called Kung Fu Elliot, so that we I could. I'll watch that. Yeah, I want to watch it. Watch it because we're talking to the directors tonight at ten o'clock. No, 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 we're talking to the directors tonight at ten o'clock. Damn it! I better pull my finger out. Pull your finger out and watch Kung Fu Elliot. <laughs> 
I will. You know, Limmy? Yeah? What's your favourite sketch of his? <coughs> that um, is a, uh, my favourite Limmy, um, sketch is a tough one. Um, oh, off the top of my head, I don't know. I don't know. Is it? Are you going to call the police? We are the police. That's pretty funny, right? I like that one. I like the heroin addict woman. Oh, I like the stoner. The favourite ones. The go, oh, yeah, I was, I was at home watching t- <laughs> Jeremy Kyle, and I was thinking, how does he do that? That's <laughs> that guy. I can't remember his name. Um, is he D? D D D D. He's my favourite. Yeah, he's good. He's coming on soon. He's coming on soon. We love Limmy. Can't wait. Brilliant. Well, that's 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 something to look forward to. I've got his mobile phone number. Yeah, we'll we'll um, post it online, yeah. and people can um, bring him up. He'll love it. Troll him. Mm-hmm. They can um, actually troll him. Well, so far, the greatest living person is Jackie Chan. Has that been uncontested? Yep. The worst living person is is Will Smith. Mm. Um. So. Um, uh, I think the worst living person is Lauren Laverne, and you know why. Yeah, I, I like Lauren Laverne. I think she's brilliant. Yeah, I do as well. That's why I don't like her. Oh, I like. I think she's um, ace. Line one, you're on the wireless. All right, and I'm just bringing in to talk about. Um, I, I know I'm two days late, but about Frank Sidebottom. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Turn your radio I off. Think it was, well, it, oh, bloody hell. There we go. Turn off. I've got to um, fix my headphones tomorrow because I'm struggling to hear what anybody's saying with these headphones. They're awful. Yes, go on. I've called your show three or four times. I've been like the Frank Sidebottom impersonator. Oh, oh, it's Frank Sidebottom. Oh, blimey. Yeah. Yep. Um, I just wanted to say he was an absolute genius. Say that again. I can't hear anything in these headphones. Oh, bloody hell. No, it's these headphones. Yeah, go on, they're rubbish. He was... A genie. Oh, he was. He was. An, he was an absolute. Um, uh, Chris Seavey and Frank Sidebottom was um, was legendary, and um, greatly under um, appreciated during his life, as those people on the fringes of artistic endeavours often are. But yeah, he was brilliant. Yeah, so whenever I feel a little bit low, I mean, I know you 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 kind of feel. A lot lower than the most people every day of the week. But well, no, I don't know about that. Well, that. <laughs> probably about once a month I feel a little bit low, and I, I have to listen to um, his Manchester medley, and it makes me feel well, not euphoric, but I, I, f- I feel re- really quite. Hang on, I, I've got to play it for you. Hang on, oh. hang on, hang on. Oh, bloody hey. hell! Hang on. I can't make it in the tail like that. Thank you very much indeed. These headphones are terrible. They there's are quite there's muscled. too much. I tell you what it is, it's too much gap between the uh, ear and the speaker within. There's a there's, there's a there's a gap, quite a big gap of I'm going to say about three quarters of an inch. Those headphones, there, they the the earpiece rests directly on the ear, and this creates kind of a cavernous atmosphere. I need to fix that tomorrow. Christ knows how I'm going to fix it. Sellotape, sellotape, boy, sellotape. If I, it's not as easy as that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I'm suddenly very tired, and I'm aware, painfully aware, I'm going to get four hours sleep again tonight. Uh, and suddenly, I I, I want to go home. I couldn't give a stuff about the rest of the show. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I just feel I just like 
can't be bothered. Oh, I can't be bothered with this anymore. Your vibe's drained. Yeah, the vibe is drained, and I'm I'm just sort of resenting it a little bit, which is um which is um um, um annoying. Never mind. We'll we'll get on with it. I wait four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Seven pence a minute plus access charge, significantly more um, from um, some mobiles. Some mobiles, it's the, it's the same as a landline. I wouldn't know which one it was, mm. but um, some of them are. That's up for you uh, up to you to find out. Well, yeah, we're all grown ups, aren't we? Why have I written this down? This isn't the, this, I mean, this is the mirror, but it's, it's not. I've written page eight in the mirror, losers. Now, that means I've got the wrong paper because it's not there. Look, that's annoying. I wonder what that was I'd written down. Oh, dearie, dearie me. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Front page of the Daily Mail. Taylor Swift and Tom Hiddleston. This, this has to stop. Um, he's old enough to be her dad. And um, she's way too hot and way too talented for um, that sleaze ball. I mean, if he'd, if he'd fathered a child when he was nine. Her breakup <coughs> with DJ Calvin Harris was only weeks ago. But Taylor Swift's new romance with night manager star Tom Hiddleston <coughs> appears to be going from strength to strength. Two uh, things. Well. How do they know when they split up? How do they know? Well, it would have been announced on Instagram. <laughs> he took all their pictures off, didn't he? Yeah. Uh-huh. Calvin Harris. Yeah, he did. He took every single picture of them together off. I don't even know who that man is. Oh, he's, he's a fine-looking fella. I think he's better than Tom, but I don't know the background. Hiddleston's going to go bald, Taylor. Do you really want to be seen with a bald man? Of course you don't. You're 26. You're still a child. She's not thinking long-term baldness prospects. No, 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 exactly. She's not. That's fair enough. Miss Swift, who is dressed for comfort in a pair of flat shoes, <laughs> and she looks marvellous in them. She's a tall girl. She doesn't need to wear heels she all the time. She looks marvellous. If she wore heels, she'd be taller than him. Yeah, she's thinking about that. What is she, 6'2", six, 6'3", six, something like that. Was spotted holding hands with the actor outside a concert in Nashville. The pair, who raised eyebrows when they were spotted dancing at this year's Met Ball, when the singer was still with Harris... By the way, they didn't raise eyebrows. The thing I saw online was that everyone was saying, isn't it great that they're having a good time? Um, Proceed. Hiddleston, 35, and the 26-year-old singer, who's absolutely gorgeous and so talented, were first spotted kissing at Taylor's Rhode Island home. Hiddleston, who's... This is a stupid name. Hiddleston. I, uh, Tom Hiddleston, I remember when he used to work in Bakery. Now he's James Bond and he's doing Taylor Swift, the pop star. Jan Moyer has got comments on page 49. Let's go to page 49. You don't like him at all, do you? I'm just getting the hint, though. He's just a, a chancer. Hey, Tom Hiddleston, I remember he used to come round here and no blend your fag off people. He's the is J- Jane Mo- Jan Moyer, who is um, the voice of reason. Isn't was she the one who made homophobic slurs when Stephen Gately died? I can't remember whether that was the case, but I know she's generally cross about something. Yeah, she's going to say something horrible about Taylor Swift. He's isn't the she? classic lead- leading man. Yeah, no, sure. it's about him. So why is Tom Hiddleston posing for cheesy beefcake shots? Asked Jan Moyer. Oh, please, put your clothes back on, Tom. I agree with every word of this article, and I've yet to read it. Oh, Is there Tom. a picture 
of this disgusting photo. Yes, yeah, one's. Can I have a look? No, no, no. It's the ones in the papers. Yes, it's just him in his pants. Oh, Tom, what have you gone and done? Just a few short days ago, just a bucket of tears ago, just a broken heartbeat ago. Flipping it, she gets paid by the word. Tom Hiddleston was everyone's darling. Hang on, a not second. mine. Yes, line one. My name is Professor Guy Gatoire, medieval castle authorities from Marseille. Tell me, do you have a ring? I do not know what a ring Okay. Um, it's Inspector Clouseau, of course. Oh, it's time for this. She's then gone on, Jam Moore. Oh, wait, 444991000, by the way. Call straight to air for the last, uh, She then goes on to do an excellent, and I really applaud this style of journalism, character assassination of Tom Hiddleston, a man she's never met. Good for her, because I, uh, I, I suspect there's something not quite right about that man. I don't trust him. It's the eyes. It's the receding hairline and the eyes are just a little bit too close together. Um, and I really think I need to get a message to Taylor Swift somehow and tell her that this guy is, is not the right guy for her. That's what I need to tell her. I'll find a way. Here we go. You know, um, like if you use your, you know, your telephone, you know, it can make you go blind. What? How phones can leave you blind at bedtime. What well, depends what you're doing on it, isn't it? Using a smartphone in bed can trigger a temporary loss of vision, experts warn. When has that ever happened? When has it ever happened? When has anybody gone blind just for making phone calls? This has led to a rise in patients visiting hospitals complaining of problems in one eye. Uh, uh, Experts at Moorfields Eye Hospital in London say the symptoms, which last around 15 minutes, are usually the result of looking at a screen in bed. I vouchsafe this has never happened. This has never happened. I can't believe it's happened. Many people lie on their side at night with one eye against the pillow, 08444991000, and the other staring at the screen of a smartphone or tablet. While one eye adjusts to the dark, the other gets used to the light of the device. But when they roll over and open both eyes, the one that has been staring at the screen cannot cope with the darkness. And people have gone to hospital because they've been looking in a bright light and then they can't see properly for a bit. What? When they roll over, the the one that has been staring at the screen cannot cope with the darkness. With both eyes uncovered in the dark, the light-adapted eye is perceived to be blind. hell is this this is rubbish this has never ever ever happened to anybody ever in the world guys it's literally never ever happened why would they put that in the papers and then trick me 
into reading it out. Oh, eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Now, I've never been. Uh, I've been to Glastonbury, but to the town Glastonbury. Never to the festival. It's never appealed to me, although in the last two or three years, as I get older, it's it started to appeal a little, a little bit. Kind of, um, just, just a little bit. Right. Really. Not massively. But I kind of think, this year, what is it? It's, um, Coldplay. I mean, Really? Coldplay, of all the bands in all the world, you had to pick Coldplay? Well, it's been a nightmare to get down there. Ha, 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 ha. That's mean. That's mean-spirited. Muddy hell. Yeah. Muddy hell for gridlocked fans. The infamous Glastonbury mud struck again. I mean, just, jeez, look at the pictures of, of it. It's hellish. It's girls carrying lager and rucksacks knee-deep in mud. And then you look at the train station. Oh, flipping heck. Why would you, um, why would you bother? I just don't understand why anybody would, um, would want to do it. The famous Glastonbury mud struck again yesterday. Frustrated fans were stuck for 11 hours in traffic jams. I mean, really? 11 hours in traffic jams. Um, Because of the rain, isn't it? Garage leaked again, don't matter. It's only the garage. Um... The organisers begged fans who hadn't already set off to stay put. They bought a ticket. They've bought a ticket. They're going to use it. They said the current wet weather and ground conditions are causing misery. If you have yet to set off by car, camper, van, van, remain where you are for the time being, please. But you know, you won't, you won't, you know, there'll be people going, I know, I know a shortcut. That, I know a way, um, I know a way around it. They added on Twitter, stop somewhere safe and warm, i.e. a service station. Not for more than two hours, though, otherwise you get charged a fortune. Grab some essentials, as you may have a long wait in your vehicle. Uh, the essentials I have in my vehicle at the moment are a kite, some DVDs and a packet of sweets that my boy got free from a Minecraft magazine. That's all that's in the car. If I were to be stranded on the way home, I could fly a kite and get a sugar rush. That's it. Um, Joanna, this is, oh, this is Ruth McKee, lazy journalist, getting stories from Twitter for crying out loud. I got from Vegas to the UK yesterday quicker than I got from Essex to Glastonbury today. Well, that doesn't mean anything because you weren't driving and there wasn't a massive flood and there weren't 
I don't know, uh, 100, 180,000 people heading there. Down, what is, uh, you've got to get the A303, isn't it? The A303 down there, it's, it's ties a dual carriageway. So it's going to be a nightmare to get there. Though the event doesn't begin until tomorrow, gates open on Tuesday, I mean. Imagine. But festival goers wading through the mud, blah, 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 more than, uh, it really is a, 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 um, well, I wouldn't mind seeing Adele, but I wouldn't want to see Adele while I was in a muddy field, and I wouldn't want to pay for Adele. I would quite happily go to one, you know they have those concerts, um, where it's outside, and, um, you're on deck chairs, and you get a hamper. I'd watch Adele there if someone said, I've got a spare ticket for Adele, do you want it? How much are you asking for it? Oh, no. Uh, you don't want face value? No, you can have it. Yeah, fine, I'll come. They mentioned face value, I'd say, nah, I'm all right, mate. When, when you can't sell it for face value, you come back to me and I'll take it off your hands for free. How's about them apples? More than 180,000 people will see headline acts including Coldplay, Adele and Muse. I mean, really. I interviewed Muse years ago on XFM before they got really famous. And all the fella wanted to talk to me about was how much money I earned. How much money do you get for doing this? How much money do you get for doing the telly? Yeah. How much tax do you pay? It's all he was asking about. Police warned. And then it goes on to a wit. This is nothing to do with it. Police warned that anyone caught selling former legal highs could be jailed for seven years. Drugs, including spice, mamba, and laughing gas were banned earlier this year. Well, that's, um, that's unfair. No, it's not, I mean, that's not unfair. That's the right thing to do. Oh, dear. Um, well, I, we'll, we'll kind of just we'll wind it down there, shall we? I'll, I'll play a song in a minute. Um, but before I do, and I think I've back-counted this ba- bad boy perfectly, perfectly. I've even accounted for the, the the songs on iTunes are always a little bit too shorter than they say. They have big gaps. So, um, you have one day to watch Kung Fu Elliot. It's on Netflix. It's on, I think it might be on Amazon Prime. I think you can watch it on YouTube as well. Um, and we're going to start tomorrow's show bright and early, 10pm, with the uh, two guys, What Made the Film. And if you want to ask questions... I'm sure they'll be fine. They're young Canadians. I mean, well, what the hell do they care about anything? So, tomorrow, today, watch Kung Fu Elliot. We'll be back at 10. Until then, from us, ta-ta. Open my eyes And see you look back at me So much information when no words are spoken, I get so high. Just thinking of you, feel just like a schoolboy, forgetting my own name. How much do you think the person that you are? You're around me And get 
Debate for the UK. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking. 